Ah, we got another Monster and Sea podcast, social distancing. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Nice to hear your voice. Good. Nice to hear your voice, too. Mike Ferrari, along with Troy Nebaker, the grand poobah of Monster and Sea. And uh, we continue with the home quarantine aspects of our lives. And this is kind of a special podcast for us because... Um, we would probably be gearing up right now under normal circumstances uh, for the biggest fundraiser of the year for Monster and Sea. The the big, um, you know, reason we do things, and that that is the twenty four, which has been uh, postponed. Yeah. Um, so I, I know it kind of bums you out a little bit, buddy, but you, you know it, it had to be done, right? Yeah, you know it had to be done, and there's. Uh, um... You know, and if there's uh, if there's silver linings in anything, which we always try and look for, is that uh, you know there's good anticipation, and um, we've all still been sort of reaching out and staying connected and mm-hmm. making sure we can find other ways to you know kind of help in the communities. Yeah, you know, last year was was it was crazy because the wind was so nuts on Lake Union. Um, and a lot of us ended up going towards Portage Bay and I'm talking strictly of Seattle. And then we see what everybody else is doing with weather wise. It's crazy. And I, I really thought that the whole essence of the 24 for me personally was captured with the movie. I mean, year five, you, you had a movie, Troy. We I did. Mean, how, crazy, how crazy was that? And, uh, t- tell me a little bit about the guy that, that shot it. Well, you know, I'm, um, super thankful for that. Right. Like, uh, there's, uh, a good buddy, Chris Aguilar, he, he called, he called up. I mean, he's been sort of, you know, following along and knows about the 24 and he called up and said, Hey man, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to tell this story. And, uh, and I'd like, I was like, Hey man, I'd love you to tell this story. That's awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, um, and so, you know, he, uh, he had a heart for it and, and made it happen. And it was, it was awesome. It was humbling and, and, a um, just sort of a, you know, a very cool thing to be part of. Well, I watched it, brought a tear to my eyes a number of times. I love the way it was done. And like I said, Troy, this needs to be a special podcast because, you know, we can't all be together. So, you know what, why not bring in our friend, Chris Aguilar from all the way down to Orange County, California to join in our podcast. Chris, how are you, buddy? Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> yeah, what's happening, that? Chris? Hey, How what's going on, Troy? Troy? I kind of got you out of left field, didn't we? <laughs> so, when's the last time you two talked? Gosh, you know, we even we email and text a lot, but we haven't really like talked face to face or uh, on the phone for a bit. But you know, well, uh, during the last sprint of trying to get the um, the video cut, you know, Troy and I were were online a lot, <laughs> going over graphics and all the kinds of stuff so uh yeah it's good to good to connect finally yeah good to catch up i think the last uh, last picture i saw is of you and your your lovely wife in uh masks and <laughs> all kinds of stuff getting ready for your uh your new edition the pandemic pregnancy man it's been uh, it's <laughs> yeah. it's such a trip but yeah uh yeah so so much to, to talk about with you guys um and I, I think you bring that up, Chris. I mean, what? who would have known like a year ago, right? I mean, when, when paddling is, you know, paramount for everybody that almost, you know, a year away, we, we'd be in this situation. And I know I spoke to you a little bit earlier about, mm-hmm. you know, going through pregnancy with your wife. 
stuff. I mean, everybody's dealing with different things. I know I, 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 I know Bill Weir on uh, CNN and he and his wife just had a baby kind of watching some of the stuff that he did uh, just, you know, with mask and going through it. I mean, it. Not quite how you imagine your, your first. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been, um, it's been kind of a journey. Uh, you know, we're um, she, my wife, Allie, she's due um, May 31st. So, you know, in LA, it was like, well, it's that sounds like it's on the backside of the curve, as they say here. And, um, you know, it's funny, we moved from Orange County up to uh, up here to LA County. And um, where we're at, um, we can actually see the 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 mercy, the big hospital ship that came in. Mm. So you, it's there, like you can see it. And, uh, and there was a little bit there, we actually thought we might be delivering on the boat because wow. uh, because um, it's outfitted for um, pediatrics and labor and delivery but I guess it's kind of a lot of a lot of hoops to get on there and so uh, our hospital is going to take us in still so but yeah there is talk that I may not even be able to be in the room um, and they've already said that we can't have any family or anybody in the waiting room no family at the hospital it's just me and my wife solo so um, you know that whole picture I think that you have of you know, the baby being born, the family's there, everybody's cheering, you're handing out cigars, you know, in the parking lot. And it's the whole thing. Uh, we're just not going to have that experience <laughs> this time around. Um, you know, as I said to Mike earlier, you know, we're doing a, we had to cancel the baby shower. Um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, obviously protecting lives is way more important than what we're having to deal with, but, um, you know, it's still a little disappointing. And um, so we're having a drive-through baby shower where people can drive by in the car and, say hi <laughs> it'll be like a weird parade in front of our house you know? right so that's kind of awesome though man that's awesome you know what man and and i think that's what um is is cemented when you look at the 24 and and what troy's created is that when you say hey i want community community will respond and i think that's like the cool part is that i'm seeing at least that's the silver linings i'm trying to see in in all of this right. is that you know my wife actually is a part of a couple of facebook groups of women who are also pregnant going through this. And so she's found this community of women across the globe who are all going through the kind of the same stuff and they're finding resources. And there's a, she even joined, here's the funny part, you know, all the um, classes you would go through like the hospital tour and then the parenting classes, birthing classes, those have all been canceled for us. So we've had to like find crazy online resources to uh, figure out like how to put the car seat in and <laughs> <laughs> some of this yeah. stuff, you know, because we don't know what we're doing. Wow. You know, it's like so we had to learn, um, you know, online. We were having to find, um, go seek and find resources for all the basics that you just take for granted uh, because you just sign up at the hospital and go, and you know that's just not an option right now. So it's yeah. it's definitely been an adventure. <laughs> Nothing but man, and you know, and and I I know one thing. One thing is for certain that. Uh, this little person i'm not sure if boy or girl little boy little boy yeah. he's got some great great parents and you guys are gonna have some great stories to tell uh oh, yeah. this thing is all said yeah. and done um yeah. talk about the unity of the 24 and and this is uh where it all starts um and i think you know probably more of a conversation for 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 you and, and Troy as far as what drew you to this group and then what did you see in not only Troy and and Chris that allowed or, or wants 
tell the story of the 24 so close to your heart. So why don't we start with Troy first? Oh, well, you know, it's, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about like the, you know, kind of the original six and sort of that first, you know, that first year and sort of, you know, sending out six emails and everybody said yes. And um, there, there is something ridiculously cool about the water community that, I mean, that's how I met Chris. That's how I met you, Mike. I mean, that's how mm-hmm. I met um, so many, you know, so many people and dear friends that I have now is because of the water, you know? And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the, the type of people that it attracts. And uh, um, there's just, a, there just seems to be a goodness and a kindness in that, you know, that, that, dude, it comes, you know, comes from the water and uh, um, it's, it's really, it's really cool. I mean, you, you know, you, you know, you break, you, you remove all the layers of, you know, training and aggro and be the best. And, you know, I'm the best surfer. I'm the best paddler. You remove all that stuff and you get down to that core element, which is, man, we just all love the water. And then you kind of look around and go, well, Chris is rad. I want to get to know him. You know, right. that's rad. I want to get to know him. I mean, you know, and it's just, it, that's just how it happens. And, um, you know, and it's fun. It's fun because, um, my kids, my kids actually joke with me. Uh, Lily, Lily's like, dad, you're like, you know, like the Labrador of people. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, um, and I, I, I do, I kind of think like the, you know, the water is sort of like that is cause you know, you're kind of walking around with your, your tongue flopping around and you're like, Hey, you having fun? Yeah, I'm having fun. Let's have fun together. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, I, you know, I think that's just sort of how it happens. And, um, you know, when, when I met Chris and we started talking about this and, um, it just, it just clicked. It just seems supernatural. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I, I had been following uh, Troy and the 24 and Monster and Steve for a bit. A little, I feel like a little bit of a stalker, but, um, yeah. <laughs> but I always appreciated the, um, the design aesthetic that Troy brings to everything he does. Um, his artistic abilities are like just off the chart. Uh, his photography is second to none. I've always appreciated all that, those elements of him. And then once I heard about the story of the 24 more, it was like something, um, it was a story I felt that needed to be told. And, um, you know, I have some experience with, uh, you know, a relative that died of cancer. It was really close to me and it was really, um, a traumatic period. And, um, and so, you know, this, this topic of cancer was really, um, present in my life. And, and so as such, I've, I've always kind of turned, a turn my attention that way. And uh, when I saw what this was and what it was doing, um, it was just something I was like, I, I got to do this. And I think there were a couple of years there, Troy, I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept trying. And, uh, and finally it was like last year, like all the, all the, the, the stars aligned and the money was there. And I was like, you know, I, and, and that's one thing about like, when I do a project now, it's like, I'm not doing GoFundMes and all that because I just, especially something like this, like you don't want to take away from what the charity could possibly do because mm-hmm. I need to get paid <laughs> so, right. and, and not even just get even expense covered. Cause it was just about doing it. And, um, and I don't know, I just, I went, th- maybe it was um, just something in the air. I was just like, I need, I needed to do this. I had the passion to do it. And um, 
it just worked out that we could. And, um, you know, I think the result was pretty good. I mean, it's a, it was a lot of work, <laughs> a lot. Yeah. um, right. but you know, it's, um, but it's, well, you, you just bring, you brought up, sorry, Chris, you brought up a really good point right there yeah. about, um, you know, you just kind of, you kind of got to do it. Yeah. And it, you know, and it's a, it's a, like, it's a heart project and it's, and I think that everybody that's involved with the 24, you know, all the teams and everything that, no, no, you know, everybody's in it because it's, it is that it's that heart thing, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's cool. It is cool. And, and you know what I, I, I appreciate about when we started talking about doing it though, I, we didn't want to make, um, and I'll probably speak for both of us a little bit, Troy on this, you don't mind, but I just felt like we both didn't want to do another cancer doc. Right. Absolutely. Like, you know, like follow someone to the hospital and go through the process because the experience is the experience. Right. And, but yeah. this was about a movement that was um, supporting people in the experience. And so it would have been very easy. And there is footage of, of people really getting raw about their experience in the journey of going through treatment and stuff. And, um, and, but it was like, we couldn't use that because that wasn't the goal of what we were trying to do. And, um, right. and I really respected that. And even if you watch the end of the film, you see like the envelope delivery. I don't know <laughs> those behind yep. the scenes know that that's actually my wife walking around with an envelope because <laughs> uh, awesome. we didn't, we didn't want to exploit that process by, um, right. by riding in the car with someone on a team and walking up to the front door to somebody who's going through the experience with the camera and handing, Hey, you mind if we film this, you know, and it just yeah. all felt too exploitive. And so, I felt, you know, directorally, I guess, or directorially, um, better off just let's just recreate it and show the essence of that instead of instead of trying to um, ride shotgun on something like that because it feels too personal and it feels too intimate to to interrupt that process if that makes sense. Yeah. So there's a lot of little 100%. a lot of little decisions along the way that um, that Troy and I made that were um, I think smart because it just it made a film that was. Um, kind of more just about the community and this kind of unknown, this, this conditional support for unknown people. Uh, it's just a beautiful thing, you know, and you don't see that too often. So I know, uh, Chris, we talked, you're going to uh, repost the mm-hmm. to the film the, this weekend. So more people can watch. And I, yeah. I know I will, because I, you know, I'm going to, I've had it. I've told Troy this, I've had it on my calendar. I just won't take it off. Cause I just want to, you know, be reminded of what we're not doing, but also, you know, stay motivated for when we do get the chance. Um, but when you watch it, I think people need to know, like we talk about films and I, I think the general, you know, perception of a film is what you see on a Hollywood set and all these people and union people and cord pullers and this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. This is only Chris. Like this whole thing was done yeah. by Chris. And that's one thing, like I, I loved your enthusiasm, how you just were getting after everything in the beginning, but I remember like anybody, I think it might've been somewhere between two and four in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. I looked at you, you were getting some coffee and there was this one point where I was like, man, that guy is working his tail off. I mean, what was that like for you? Because I mean, some people can get a little winks here and they're asleep. You did not. I mean, what, what was that whole grind for you of that full 24? Just from your perspective. <laughs> I mean, I was there to do a gig, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like you get kind of caught up in, as, as my friend Reno would say, I got kind of caught up in the hoopla. Right. <laughs> Reno. Awesome. You know, like, what's a podcast without a Reno reference, right? Oh, you got to have the Reno reference. <laughs> He'll be so stoked right now. But anyway, 
<laughs> I am. Um, I just, I mean, really, I wanted to have the experience of the experience. And, um, and if there, I slept when Troy and Rennick and that team slept. I mean, that's so right. it's kind of the gist of it. And, um, and you know, um, it, it, it is interesting because you think, um, it, and here's, it, let me actually address one point there, Mike, you brought up. I mean, yeah, it is just me. I got lucky. Um, Ian Deaver showed up and got on yeah. the water and did some shooting and he did, um, some of the shots at like closer to nightfall, he did some amazing work um, shooting from Gasworks Park. I think that was called Troy. You have to correct me on yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yep. He shot from there some really beautiful cityscape stuff, and that's in the film. And um, and all the stuff on the water for the midnight paddle, he was out on the water for that because um, I shot that from a bridge. But I'm not really too stoked with all the stuff I shot from the bridge. So thank you, Ian. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, so it wasn't just a solo effort, hundred percent. But I mean, I will say like. I, um, there wasn't really, um, budget per se to, to hire out a bunch of camera guys and to do a full Hollywood treatment, you know, and, and I've never really done anything on that level to be perfectly frank. And, um, but we, it, it was just a really good experience to be one camera. And I think if we had like, I mean, you guys know you're there. I mean, if you're at, at that scene, if you had five people walking around with cameras and a boom mic guy walking around. I think it would have been too disruptive to be honest, but, right. um, but I, I think there was just something nice about it. Just being one, one camera on people. And, yeah. and I, um, I, like you said, it's a heart project. So it was like, I'm putting my whole heart into this and, and I'm going to capture everything I can. And, and the other funny thing is, it's like, you know, like most things I do, I went in without a real plan or like a full storyboard of this is what's going to look like. It was like, let's just let this thing evolve and what comes up of it is what's going to evolve. And um, yep. and I think there's magic in that because you allow so much curiosity and openness for the story to tell itself and you're just a vehicle for it to come out. Um, but that's that gets really floaty and <laughs> I can go on for hours on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, awesome. I agree with you. I mean, from a creative approach, like that's that's my favorite personally, you know, is to is to, you know, let just let things happen. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, and, that, and, you know, I mean, the 24 is sort of that as well. It's, it's just sort of has grown and happened organically and it wouldn't make, it wouldn't make sense to be, you know, be this high polished thing. Yeah. That's awesome. So, side note on Ian and, and definitely props for him. He comes out to the Santa paddle and just a good dude and a great mm -hmm. videographer. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are friends with him on Facebook, he'll probably kill mm -hmm. me for saying this, but <laughs> he did you see it last night troy i did i oh, saw that yeah he so he did a tribute to he said you know i don't i don't do this it's just not ian's got himself some serious music skills yeah. and i was yes. absolutely blown away i've seen a lot of people doing stuff on during this time that i haven't watched the complete video i watched that whole thing it was on the end of my work day last night and i was like the things you just don't know about people, you got to open my eyes up to that again. Like you just don't know, you know what yeah. I mean? And so more from Ian, if, if we can, because that, that guy's, I mean, it's a, it, we are surrounded by amazingly talented people. And as I sit here and listen to all, all the work that Chris puts in the film and like how it was the moment and it, it was just, you know, so raw and organic. It was awesome. I, I know Troy in, in my business of TV that we do stories. And we do stories because we know that we did them and that we know that they will exist. They're preserved in whatever format it is now and television, digitally, whatever. But 
the 24 was a movie was made about the 24 that will exist forever that when we're old and and unable to get on a board or on your misery stick anymore i hope that never happens um you you could pull it out and show the grandkids i mean what what does that mean for you for this with those six to to have the effort and the energy that exists that you can go to someone now and say listen do this is what we started it's um it's pretty cool <laughs> you know it's <laughs> yeah. um it's 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 a neat it, it's it's a neat thing and you know i think you this this time is like a, a heavy time of reflection mm-hmm. right like you're you're kind of you're kind of in all this and thinking about it and um i mean i think if we stop tomorrow right you could look back on it and go well done you know we 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 did a we did a good thing right and and so you know years down the road or however that works i don't i think the feeling will be the same we'll be able to look at it and go dang that was that was that was a good thing you know mm-hmm. there was there was a lot of good that happened in that and um and and to kind of savor that feeling you know savor savor it for sure chris i i know in in life a lot of times we sometimes are going to be a certain way and then when you get there and you're in it or it's just a little different what what was kind of one of the unexpected things or or maybe things you learned or that you didn't expect or funny moment or anything from the 24 that you definitely were like i was not planning on that uh, there's, I mean, honestly, I mean, here's the fun part about what I, you know, get to do uh, is that the ocean or the conditions will always dictate the experience, right? I mean, right. you can't, you can't plan for anything that's gonna, like, you can't plan, like I rented a drone. Well, you can't plan for wind. <laughs> you right. know, that thing saw air one, one right. time. I'm like, well, <laughs> so much for that guy. And, yeah. um, and there's so many little things that going into it, I had these expectations of what I was going to do or what I'd be capable of doing that just weren't even possible. And, um, and those, those are the things where you have to be um, flexible and learn how to adjust and be nimble. Um, I will say, there, I mean, there's one shot, there's a couple shots of you guys, of Troy and the guys paddling down by the cut. And I drove across to go shoot this, this piece, right? The wind was nuking over there so hard. I had a, a long lens attached to my um, Panasonic EVA one, and the uh, the wind was howling so hard it was shaking the whole camera because the wow. lens was so long. <laughs> and I was like, "This is ridiculous! Like, how are we? How am I going to get anything done?" <laughs> like, and, yeah. and then the one time the sun came out, I remember I paddled with you guys, Troy, and I was like, oh, "I can paddle, keep up with these guys, no problem." No, 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 no. Trying to keep up with Troy and Rennick in a four three right. or five whatever wetsuit I was in. Like that just didn't happen. I just remember getting off the water. I was so exhausted. And I was like, how are these guys going to do this? Like I'd have so much respect for the Pacific Northwest paddlers. So we're so spoiled in California. Like, you know, we go paddling in little two mil wetsuits. It's not a big deal, but up there, like a four, three or a five, four, it's like, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. And, and so those are things I was not prepared for. I wasn't prepared for all the rain. And all that. Right. <laughs> Neither no, were we. I mean, it <laughs> was pretty intense. And, and I think like, so you have that kind of um, surprises you could say um, out there. And I will say, I mean, here's an example. And, and, and maybe you guys know this as, as you know, storytellers and creatives. 
I remember shooting, um, you guys are doing the monster and sea podcast in the, in the basement of the, of the, of the, um, rowing facility. Right. Right. With Mark. Yeah. With Mark. And I, and I, and I stumbled upon you guys doing it and I was like, this is gold. And I, and I remember shooting it and then my head thinking like, this is the most magical stuff I'm ever going to shoot this whole time. Well, none of that's in the film. <laughs> because it, it didn't fit. And, and that's the, that's right. the thing. It's like, it's like trying to put a, a, a puzzle piece to the wrong puzzle and, and what you're working on. It just didn't work. And, um, and partly is, is there, were, the audio wasn't as good as I thought it would be. And then secondly, it's just like, some of the context, I just, I couldn't make it snap in the way I wanted it to. So, I mean, you spend a week like banging your head against the wall, then you have to let it go because it's just, the story doesn't want it. So you got to let it go. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's stuff like that, you know, and there's so, I mean, honestly, when I looked at it, I think we had, I had 245 individual like interview clips to go through and to, oh, to work with. Dang. That's a lot of 10 to 20 second bites, yeah. sound bites of Troy, wow. you know, and, and Troy and I were, were um, and then we, we, Troy, we did two, almost two full days of interview with Troy. So, I mean, it was mm-hmm. like, there yeah. was a lot of storytelling there and a lot of redundancy because mm-hmm. there were some looks I didn't like. So I was like, let's switch lenses and let's do this again. And, um, but, you know, it was all just so raw and so fresh and, and it was like how I'd want to make something. Right. I mean, it was just like a conversation with everybody and it wasn't like a lot of pre-scripting involved. So, um, yeah, there were so many experiences involved in doing that. And I think, honestly, I think the biggest thing I learned in, in doing this was just to learn how to take a risk. Because I didn't know Troy from Adam. We met once in Santa Cruz, right? And now I'm like going to go like, yep. hey, dude, I'm going to stay at your house for four days and show up with all these cameras and ask you to be totally vulnerable with me. And trust me that I can know how to do what I'm going to try to do here. And um, And that's a huge risk, even for me. I'm kind of an introvert. So it was like, you know, on, on so many levels, a big, just throw caution to the wind, let's just do this thing. And, um, and that, that really taught me a lot about just like, Hey, if you have an ambition and you want, it's, it's the whole thing of go because you can, right. It's, mm-hmm. it, I mean, that's what it was for me. I'm going to go do this because I can and because I want to. And, uh, so that was the big lesson I think for me to take coming away from that. I also came away. I think I came home and was like, kind of from the first shooting of just sort of like going like, man, I am lazy. Like there's so much more good I could be doing out there in the world. And I'm not, <laughs> you know, you spend a, a weekend with Troy and you're like, wow, this guy does a lot. And he does it because he really loves it. And it's, and he's not complaining. He's not, it's just like, he's just doing it. And it's, it's amazing uh, to see it all in action uh, behind the scenes. I'm just glad Troy that the reason that he didn't put our podcast with Mark in the film wasn't because we were using Starbucks coffee stirs as our microphone holders <laughs> oh man you, you know what that that's that we're, we're trading come on yeah seriously you might want to put you, you know you, you talk about all those sound bites and 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 time chris and i know that people don't realize sometimes like the the personal agony you have to leaving something on the floor yeah. something that you know can tell a story and I, I had a, uh, a, a an executive producer I worked with here. He's he's famous in the Seattle TV community. His name's Bob Thronson. Uh, he used to help me on stories when I first got to Como, and and he's went through some stuff. And 
And he goes, you know what we got to do? We got to kill some babies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Bob, what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? <laughs> what do you mean killing babies? He goes, you know what these are? These little sound bites? He goes, these are little babies. He goes, you, you want to put them in a blanket. You want to hold them tight. And you want to just take care of them. And you want to make sure everybody sees it. Mm. Everybody hears it. He goes, but you can't. There's only so many babies per story. So you yeah. got to figure out which one you're not. I wish you, you know, we probably could think thought of a different word. But there is an inner struggle sometimes. And I know. You know, on the other end of it, with the still photography, Troy, I see you take all sorts of pictures, but you can't put everyone that you put out there, and you must have the same struggle, I would imagine, visually, as to what you're going to put out there from what you take. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, there's, um, I mean, uh, went and had the opportunity to shoot with Chris Mm -hmm. uh, for for Catalina. Mm -hmm. You know, and and ride along in the boat, and uh, man, what a what a view mm-hmm. of that race <laughs> can, can, from the front. Can you talk about what Catalina is, just for if, if if not everybody knows or understands quite? Oh, sure, yeah, it's uh, um, it's the man, it's the granddaddy of uh, paddle races. Uh, it's from Catalina to Manhattan Pier, yep. right, yep. Chris? Thirty-two miles, and uh, um, thirty-two miles, and uh, you know, it's it's prone only. And or you know misery stick only, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, and it was it was really cool to be you know again to be able to see that race from from the vantage point of you know first place all the way all the way back to um, you know the um, all the way back through the field, and you know to get that perspective, um, you know I I don't know I probably shot seven thousand wow. miles from that you know and uh um and part of you know part of it is you know having a hyper finger (laughs) you know because it's like you don't want you you don't want to miss anything and you know some of my favorite my favorite photos are the Mm in-between stuff Mm -hmm. you know the 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 moments that um that aren't a perfect picture honestly you know that have something about them that is is off and, uh, um, you know, and the only way to find those is to, is to really, um, you know, be an active shooter or active photographer, active shooter sounds terrible. <laughs> um, but you know, it's, it is it, the edit process is, um, I think that's another aspect of, you know, photography and shooting and, you know, both to video and, you know, Mike and the stuff, you know, you do and tell stories is there's, you know, you kind of have a you know, you create a big toolbox mm-hmm. and you start digging through it and going, Oh yeah, this, you know, here's a, here's some magic, here's some magic, here's some magic. And then, you know, I'll even go back through fold- folders and look through it, you know, four or five, six, seven times and still find, find things that are like, Ooh, that's, you know, that's kind of fun and interesting and different. So it's, it is, it's, it's a process, but dang, it's a fun one. So it, it, go, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, it's also like, I, I'll say the worst part is when you go through and you find, especially on the video side, you find something, you're like, Oh, I didn't know I had that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Which does happen. And uh, it's, 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 yeah, but you're right, Mike. I mean, it's um, your producer said it. Cause there's stuff that, when you're shooting, uh, when I'm shooting, at least I shouldn't say uh, globally like that, but when I'm working, uh, whether it's Catalina, Molokai or, or any other project, there's stuff that in camera, you're you're just, and Troy probably has this definitely on, on the still side, because I know some shooting stills, you're like in love with it. You're like, this is going to be amazing. And then you bring it back and you're yeah. like, I am the worst artist ever. I can sell <laughs> all my gear now. <laughs> and then you spend two days in full disappointment. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Then you, you get back yeah. to it. <laughs> and and just hearing you guys talk, it's you have a, such a tremendous perspective of you know telling stories through lenses. Uh, but have this kind of um, you know small group of pain-seeking individuals that you're a part of, and that you both are prone past. Yeah. You know, are, are we amazed that you guys hit it off so well and that you were able to, you know, come up with this wonderful film that tells a story that can not only, you know, uh, document people in a movement, but also maybe inspire others? Why don't we start with Chris? I mean, yeah, I mean, from paddlers, I mean, and I think paddlers in general, anyone, and Troy said, anyone that loves the water, it's the, there's a reason why that's the opening line of the film, right? And Troy, even my wife was like, why are you starting with sending him on the film? I'm like, well, because it's like, it says the sentiment, there's something right. special about people who love the water. And you can, whether you scuba dive, paddle, fish, you know, kite surf, whatever it is. There's a connection there that's um, that's unbreakable, and it's an instant. It's an instant. Yeah. Like I've known you my whole life because we understand the same thing, you know. Uh, yeah. And and you know, it's it's odd to say it's it's been a struggle. Like here in LA, they've shut down every beach. There's can't go. I <laughs> can't go. So um, it's yeah. been a struggle. But you know, then you you couple that with I don't know. I, I Troy, is, how the Troy I know is is such a charitable warm welcoming person um there's no there's no way that we could have come up with something bad out of that because he's he's a great subject and and that's the cool part about troy and i will say this is about you troy is that you the whole time were just the guy who didn't want to be in front of the camera but was willing to get in front of the camera (laughs) (laughs) you know yeah i'm much more comfortable behind the (laughs) behind the behind the camera you know i i i really appreciate the, I mean, I really appreciate the kind words and sort of all that stuff. And it, uh, um, it, you know, it means a lot to me to, um, to hear that. And, um, but also too, it's, you know, this, this has gotten to this point. Um, I think kind of like what we talked about it is because of that, the heart stuff and that Mm -hmm. connection. Right. And that, that, that shared that shared connection, much like being able to, um, you know, that that exponential growth of being able to help, that you know, that shared connection to one one thing, which is the water, creates a giant mm-hmm. community, and then, you know, this community really starts to take on a kind of a life of its own, and you know, I'm, it's it's it is an absolute pleasure to have maybe you know kind of lit the match on that. But man, I'll tell you what, to watch it, to watch it go is, um, is really cool. (laughs) It's really, um, it's really, it's, it's really cool to see how like the different communities, you know, uh, Newport, Morrow Bay, Vancouver, um, you know, East coast, Canada, all that stuff. They have like that, those paddle communities have become bright lights in a broader community. And that's not me, you know what I mean? Like that's, that is, that's this idea. Mm. And, and that, um, that's special. Mm. And, you know, Mike, I think to your, you know, to your point about being able to kind of look back and, and go, you know, wow. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think my, my look back on that is like, 
oh man, I, you know, I was put in a spot through unfavorable circumstances to be able to kind of get something Mm. started, but then to see, to see what, see the life that it took Mm -hmm. or, you know, the life that it, it took on, that's the joy, man. That's the magic, right? It's like, that's the thing that blows me away every day is you look on social media and you look at, you know, people posting their memories of, you know, the last year's 24s and sharing kind of our same sentiment of, I'm kind of bummed that we're not going on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, but, you know, again, they have, they have taken this idea and that connection and grown it in their communities and, and, you know, I get hit by a truck tomorrow. I'm going to die mm. a happy man because that's really a cool thing. Yeah, <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah me to me too. Well, well, I won't because I won't. I, you know, unless a truck drives through my house, right? Because I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and and here's the thing yeah. too. I mean, I was just thinking, listening to you, Troy. I mean, once once this experience, and you guys have both been through the cancer experience, you know, with spouses, and mm-hmm. and I have said I had a close family member who passed, and um, once it grazes you, I, I think. Um, it, you just get into a place of like, there's got to be something I can do. And Troy had this experience and it yeah. created what we're talking about. And there's a reason, yeah. um, there's one quote Troy says in the film, you said it's, um, you know, I, I'm no good with a hammer. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> and, no, and I, I am not. not. Every picture, I mean, <laughs> the other night, my wife is hanging up stuff in the nursery, like, you know, photos and things for, for the baby. I was making dinner because I can't use a hammer, you know, but I can, I can flip a burger, <laughs> right? But um but, you know, I, and I can I know I, I, I'm pretty confident I know how to use a camera and I'm pretty confident I know how to engage someone in a conversation that might be meaningful enough to put on video. And, um, and those are my talents. And so once once you kind of realize, like, well, this is what I'm good at doing and maybe I can use it to help somebody or do something or tell a story that will hopefully lead to this movement to growing, then, yeah, why wouldn't I say yes and to that idea? Um you know, it's a really special thing, what was created. And, and I know Troy doesn't, it seems like just from my time with him, he's, he's, you're not into like being like, I'm the guy who started it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the founder, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and that was the other thing I think that was neat about what was, what we did get to create was that there's a lot of um, video content or things out there in paddling, especially that's the, I am the great, I am stuff. Like, look what I just did, you know, kind of films. And there's a place for that. And I love some of that stuff for sure. But, um, but there's also not a lot about our community and what it could do as a community. And, um, and that's the part of this whole thing I just loved. And especially getting footage from all the other teams and people sending stuff in, it was just like, it's really profound. And I think that's one of the goals in, in the film when you watch it is that it tries to go, we start really narrowly focused for about six minutes on Troy's story and then slowly the aperture widens. And then by the end um, it's fully open, right? You have mm. the whole global movement going on, you know, and, and I don't know, it's, it's still, I mean, just talking about it, I get little goosebumps. It's just so special hmm. um, when you really recognize what was created and what's, what's happening. Um, you know, it's really special. It's very cool. And I, I think as I sit here and, and listen and talk to you guys about the other teams and, and everything involved, and I love, Chris, everybody sent you stuff. So we, we do, like, I love that aperture opening type of thing, mm-hmm. uh, uh, description. Um, it's, it's just wild that through this odd time of social distancing and disconnect, physically, we are connected. And I think in the end, it ends up maybe making a connection for all of us that 
value even more than we already did. Not to say we didn't value it. Mm. it, it like you said, just getting to the beach and being able to go out in the water. Um, you know, you gotta, I think you gotta have your cup half full and half awesome all the time. And that's, that's mm-hmm. a challenge for all of us. But I think when we get there, I, I mean, it's going to be awesome for so many of us just to see each other again and, you know, be hard chargers for stuff. Cause I know I get frustrated just not being able to do anything. Cause that, that was kind of my therapy just kind of punching cancer in the face by, you know, being a part of this or that. And now it's like, you can't do that. And so when we finally get to do that again, it's going to feel pretty darn good. Don't you guys think? Oh man. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's been fun watching you try on Instagram and you're, you've taken up trail running. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, it's well, cause it's right out the, it's right yeah. out my back door, you know? And, uh, um, so, yeah. well, you've been here, Chris. So it's like, you know, able to kind of, you know, just disappear <laughs> in the woods and, um, uh, yeah, it's been, I'm a horrible runner, but it is fun to just kind of get out there and, and, uh, suck yeah. at something. Yeah. New, so. yeah. yeah. Same, same thing. So, I've been, so I've been, new. I've been trying to just go run and just yeah. try to keep moving. But, um, you know, I, I went out, I think it was Saturday and the first quarter mile twisted my ankle, limped home. I'm like, okay, this is not fun. <laughs> Why am I doing this? Yeah. Why, yeah, why am I doing this? No one's chasing me. I don't need to run. Yeah, but it's a, it's it's a trip, yeah. you know, um, to see what 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 we have to deal with now. And and I I but what the cool thing is is that I at least down here, and I'll I'll throw a big shout out to to Wade and the twenty four um, in San Diego. Like yeah. they we had a, a really close friend of my wife's that are in the experience and. The twenty four San Diego came and and showed up for them. I'm gonna like start bawling on the podcast, and to be able That's to right, be able to make that build to, to my wife's like man, or you know, just they're going through it, and to be able to say like, you know what, I, maybe maybe the twenty four can help them, and it and it did exactly yep. what this thing was designed to do. She FaceTimed my wife, and they're like, we don't, we can just go get groceries, we can like do what we want need to do, and it wasn't like the full envelope; it was some cash, but like. For them, it changed. It just turned the lights on a little bit brighter, and um, that's pretty cool, you know. So even in this, there's still Dude. there's still stuff happening, and that's what's really neat about it is that it doesn't stop, you know, right? Because people are still no. saying yes, as Troy yeah. says in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's that's happening. That's happening all over. Which is so cool. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a <laughs> lonely know. time, Troy and, and Chris. We know that when when family members go through it, but to know that someone cares, that a group of people cares, foundationally, that's yeah. that's what it's about, you know. Mm-hmm. And it and it does yeah. it, it brings a tear to my eye. I know that. I mean, it's just to be a part of it. I, it's it's a privilege. It really is. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, it's, I, it's neat. I could not think of a better way to 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 toast the 24 that we can't do this week, but to also kind of talk about its meaning, um, something that exists that if you want to go and, and watch, watch the, the video, be inspired. Maybe you start a team somewhere or maybe you join a team or you look forward to when we do finally get on the water. It's uh, the 24 is, is what this is all about. And my thanks to Chris for, for capturing the magic of it. My thanks mm-hmm. to you, Troy, for being a friend and and for just letting me be a part of it and for what you do for people. It's it's pretty awesome. So um, I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. I, I, I think yeah. the, the social distancing podcast with a guest has been really neat. Troy doesn't <laughs> just have to Troy doesn't yeah. just have to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think this is this is this is fun. We need Two to guess yeah, more often, guys. Uh, I think we need. I think we got to figure out. Some, Dude, call some me up anytime. Guests. This is fun, yeah. and, and I do want to say a big special thanks, just real quick. I mean, to um, Kyle Morton and the band Typhoon, who I'm a huge fan of, and that was my big yeah, risk yeah. I took. I was like, I'm just going to email them and see. And they were kind enough to let us use two of their tracks for the film, the opening and the closing. Is you know they and that was like really cool. The guy emailed me back and. He's like, yeah, no problem, man. And uh, I'm just so grateful for that because uh, I think that kind of kicks it off with a good bang is, is their tunes. And I don't know if they're Pacific Northwest yeah. band, it all just fit. <laughs> I know, man. And I like how global yeah. that is too, right? It's like, you know, Northwest band, California film. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's good stuff. And yeah, and, and for those of you who haven't listened to Titan, you should. please yeah, do. Absolutely they're, should. they're amazing. They're awesome. Anyways, yeah. that was my little shout out. Ah, we got another Monster and Sea podcast, social distancing. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Nice to hear your voice. Good. Nice to hear your voice, too. Mike Ferrari, along with Troy Nebaker, the grand poobah of Monster and Sea. And uh, we continue with the home quarantine aspects of our lives. And this is kind of a special podcast for us because... Um, we would probably be gearing up right now under normal circumstances uh, for the biggest fundraiser of the year for Monster and Sea. The the big, um, you know, reason we do things, and that that is the twenty four, which has been uh, postponed. Yeah. Um, so I, I know that kind of bums you out a little bit, buddy. But you, you know, it, it had to be done, right? Yeah, you know, it had to be done. And there's, uh, um, you know, and if there's uh, if there's silver linings in anything, which we always try and look for, is that uh, you know there's good anticipation, and um, we've all still been sort of reaching out and staying connected and mm-hmm. making sure we can find other ways to you know kind of help in the communities. Yeah, you know, last year was was it was crazy because the wind was so nuts on Lake Union. Um, and a lot of us ended up going towards Portage Bay and I'm talking strictly of Seattle. And then we see what everybody else is dealing with weather wise. It's crazy. And I, I really thought that the whole essence of the 24 for me personally was captured with the movie. I mean, year five, you, you had a movie, Troy. We I mean, did. How crazy, how crazy was that? And, uh, t- tell me a little bit about the guy that, that shot it. Well, you know, I'm, um, super thankful for that. Right. Like, uh, there's, uh, a good buddy, Chris Aguilar, he, he called, he called up. I mean, he's been sort of, you know, following along and knows about the 24 and he called up and said, Hey man, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to tell this story. And, uh, and I'd like, I was like, Hey man, I'd love you to tell this story. That's awesome. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, um, and so, you know, he, uh, he had a heart for it and, and made it happen. And it was, it was awesome. It was humbling and, and a, um, just sort of a, you know, a, a very cool thing to be part of. Well, I watched it, brought a tear to my eyes a number of times. I love the way it was done. And like I said, Troy, this needs to be a special podcast because, you know, we can't all be together. So, you know what? Why not bring in our friend Chris Aguilar from all the way down to Orange County, California to join in our podcast. Chris, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> yeah, what's happening, Chris? Hey, how what's going that, on, Troy? Troy? I kind of got you out of left field, didn't we? <laughs> so, when's the last time you two talked? Gosh, you know, we even we email and text a lot, but we haven't really like talked face to face or uh, on the phone for a bit. But you know, well, uh, during the last 
sprint of trying to get the um, the video cut. You know, Troy and I were were online a lot, <laughs> going over graphics and all the kinds of stuff. So uh, yeah, it's good to good to connect finally. Yeah, good to catch up. I think the last uh, last picture I saw is of you and your your lovely wife in uh, masks and <laughs> all kinds of stuff, getting ready for your, uh, your new edition. The pandemic pregnancy, man. It's been, uh, it's, yeah. it's such a trip, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so much to, to talk about with you guys. Um, and I, I think you bring that up, Chris. I mean, what, who would have known like a year ago, right? I mean, when, when paddling is, you know, a paramount for everybody that almost, you know, a year, away we, we'd be in this situation and i know i spoke to you a little bit earlier about mm -hmm. you know going through pregnancy with your wife stuff. i mean everybody's dealing with different things i know i i i know bill weir on uh, cnn and he and his wife just had a baby kind of watching some of the stuff that he did uh just you know with mask and going through it I mean, not quite how you imagine your your first yeah you know it's it's been um it's been kind of a journey. Uh, you know, we're, um, she, my wife, Allie, she's due um, May 31st. So, you know, in LA, it was like, well, it's, that sounds like it's on the backside of the curve, as they say here. And, um, you know, it's funny, we moved from Orange County up to, uh, up here to LA County. And um, where we're at, um, we can actually see the, the, the Mercy, the big hospital ship that came in. Mm. So you, it's there, like you can see it. And, uh, and there was a little bit there. We actually thought we might be delivering on the boat because, wow. uh, because um, it's outfitted for um, pediatrics and labor and delivery. But I guess it's kind of a lot of, a lot of hoops to get on there. And so uh, our hospital is going to take us in still. So, but yeah, there is talk that I may not even be able to be in the room. Um, and they've already said that we can't have any family or anybody in the waiting room, no family at the hospital. It's just me and my wife solo. So, um, you know, that whole picture, I think that you have of, you know, the baby being born, the family's there, everybody's cheering, you're handing out cigars, you know, in the parking lot. And it's the whole thing. Uh, we're just not going to have that experience <laughs> this time around. Um, you know, as I said to Mike earlier, you know, we're doing a, we had to cancel the baby shower. Um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, obviously protecting lives is way more important than what we're having to deal with, but, um, you know, it's still a little disappointing and, um, so we're having a drive-through baby shower where people can drive by in the car and say hi. <laughs> It'll be like a weird parade in front of our house, you know? right? So that's kind of awesome, though, man. That's awesome. You know what, man? And and I think that's what um, is is cemented when you look at the twenty-four and and what Troy's created is that when you say, "Hey, I want community," community will respond. And I think that's like the cool part is that I'm seeing, at least that's the silver linings I'm trying to see in in all of this right. is that. You know, my wife actually is a part of a couple of Facebook groups of, of women who are also pregnant going through this. And so she's found this community of women across the globe who are all going through the kind of the same stuff and they're finding resources. And there's that she even joined. Here's the funny part. You know, all the um, classes you would go through, like the hospital tour and then the parenting classes, birthing classes, those have all been canceled for us. So we've had to, like, find crazy online resources to uh figure out like how to put the car seat in and <laughs> some of this yeah. stuff, you know, cause we don't know what we're doing, wow. you know, it's like, so we had to learn, um, you know, online, we were having to find, um, go seek and find resources for 
all the basics that you just take for granted uh, because you just sign up at the hospital and go and you know that's just not an option right now so it's it's definitely been an adventure (laughs) nothing but man and you know and and i i know one thing one thing is for certain that uh, this little person i'm not sure if boy or girl little boy little boy Uh, he's got some great great parents and you guys are gonna have some great stories to tell uh when this thing is all said and done um talk about unity of the 24 and and this is uh where it all starts um and i think you know probably more of a conversation for 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 you and, and troy as far as what drew you to this group and then what did you see in not only Troy and and Chris that allowed or wants to tell the story of the 24 so close to your heart. So why don't we start with Troy first? Oh, well, you know, it's, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about like the, you know, kind of the original six and sort of that first, you know, that first year and sort of, you know, sending out six emails and everybody said yes. And, um, there, there is something ridiculously cool about the water community that, I mean, that's how I met Chris. That's how I met you, Mike. I mean, that's how mm-hmm. I met, um, so many, you know, so many people and dear friends that I have now is because of the water, you know? And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the, the type of people that it attracts, and uh, um, there's just a, there just seems to be a goodness and a kindness in that you know that that dude, it comes you know it comes from the water and uh, um, it's it's really it's really cool I mean you you know you you, know, you break you you remove all the layers of you know training and aggro and be the best and you know i'm the best surfer i'm the best paddler you remove all that stuff and you get down to that core element which is man we just all love the water and then you kind of look around and go well chris is rad i want to get to know him you know right rad i want to get to know him i mean you know and it's just that's just how it happens and um you know and it's fun it's fun because um my kids, my kids actually joke with me. Uh, Lily, Lily's like, Dad, you're like, you know, like the Labrador of people, <laughs> and uh, and uh, um, and I, I, I do. I kind of think like the you know the water is sort of like that. It's because you know you're kind of walking around with your your tongue flopping around, and you're like, Hey, you having fun? Yeah, I'm having fun. Let's have fun together. <laughs> you know? and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that I, you know, I think that's just sort of how it happens. And um, you know, when when I met Chris and we started talking about this and. Um, it just, it just clicked. It just seems supernatural. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I, I had been following, uh, Troy and the 24 and monster and C for a bit. A little, I feel like a little bit of a stalker, but, um, <laughs> but I always appreciated the, um, the design aesthetic that Troy brings to everything he does. Um, his artistic abilities are like just off the chart. Uh, his photography is second to none. I've always appreciated all that those elements of him. And then once I heard about the story of the 24 more, it was like something, um, it was a story I felt that needed to be told. And, um, you know, I have some experience with, uh, you know, a relative that died of cancer. It was really close to me and it was really, um, a traumatic period. And, um, 
and so you know this this topic of cancer was really um present in my life and and so as such i've i've always kind of turned a turned my attention that way and uh when i saw what this was and what it was doing um it was just something i was like i i gotta do this and i think there were a couple of years there Troy, i tried <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I kept trying, and uh, and finally it was like last year, like all the all the the, the stars aligned and the money was there, and I was like, you know, I, and and that's one thing about like when I do a project now, it's like I'm not doing GoFundMe's and all that because I just, especially something like this, like you don't want to take away from what the charity could possibly do because mm -hmm. I need to get paid. <laughs> so, right. And, and not even just get even expense covered because it was just about doing it. And um, and I don't know. I just I went. Th maybe it was um, just something in the air. I was just like, I need, I needed to do this. I had the passion to do it, and um, it just worked out that we could. And um, you know, I think the result was pretty good. I mean, it's a it was a lot of work, <laughs> why? Yeah. Um, right? But you know, it's um, but it's well, you, you just bring you brought up. Sorry, Chris, you brought up a really good point right there yeah. about. Um, you know, you just kind of, you kind of got to do it. Yeah. And it, you know, and it's, a, it's a, like, it's a heart project and it's, and I think that everybody that's involved with the 24, you know, all the teams and everything that no, no, you know, everybody's in it because it's, it is that it's that heart thing, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and it's cool. It is cool. And, and you know what I, I, I appreciate about when we started talking about doing it though, I, we didn't want to make, um, and I'll probably speak for both of us a little bit, Troy, on this, you don't mind, but I just felt like we both didn't want to do another cancer doc. Right. Absolutely. Like, you know, like follow someone to the hospital and go through the process because the experience is the experience. Right. And, but yeah. this was about a movement that was um, supporting people in the experience. And so it would have been very easy. And there is footage of, of people really getting raw about their experience in the journey of going through treatment and stuff. And, um, and, but it was like, we couldn't use that because that wasn't the goal of what we were trying to do. And, um, right. and I really respected that. And even if you watch the end of the film, you see like the envelope delivery. I don't know <laughs> those yep. behind the scenes know that that's actually my wife walking around with an envelope because <laughs> uh, awesome. we didn't, we didn't want to exploit that process by, um, right. by riding in the car with someone on a team and walking up to the front door to somebody who's going through the experience with the camera and handing, Hey, you mind if we film this, you know, and it just yeah. all felt too exploitive. And so I felt, you know, directorly, I guess, or directorially, um, better off just let's just recreate it and show the essence of that instead of instead of trying to um ride shotgun on something like that because it feels too personal and it feels too intimate to to interrupt that process if that makes sense yeah so there's a lot of little 100%. a lot of little decisions along the way that um that troy and i made that were um i think smart because it just it made a film that was um kind of more just about the community and this kind of unknown this this conditional support for unknown people uh, it's just a beautiful thing you know and you don't see that too often so i know uh, chris we talked you're going to uh, repost the mm -hmm. to the film the, this weekend so more people can watch and i yeah. i know i will because i you know i'm going i i've had it i've told troy this i've had it on my calendar i just won't take it off cuz i just want to you know be reminded of what we're not doing but also you know stay motivated for when we do get the chance um, but when you watch it i think people need to know 
like we talk about films and I, I think the general, you know, perception of a film is what you see on a Hollywood set and all these people and union people and cord pullers and this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. This is only Chris. Like this whole thing was done yeah. by Chris. And that's one thing, like I, I loved your enthusiasm, how you just were getting after everything in the beginning. But I remember like anybody, I think it might've been somewhere between two and four in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. I looked at you, you were getting some coffee and there was this one point where I was like, man, that guy is working his tail off. I mean, what was that like for you? Because I mean, some people can get a little winks here and they're asleep. You did not. I mean, what, what was that whole grind for you of that full 24? Just from your perspective. <laughs> I mean, I was there to do a gig, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like you get kind of caught up in, as, as my friend Reno would say, I got kind of caught up in the hoopla. <laughs> Right, <laughs> Reno, awesome. Know, right? What's a podcast without a Reno reference, right? Right, oh, you got to have the Reno reference. He'll man. be so stoked right now. But anyways, <laughs> I um, I just, I mean, really, I wanted to have the experience of the experience, and um, and if there, I slept when Troy and Rennick and that team slept. I mean, that's so right. It's kind of the gist of it, and um, and you know, um, it, it, it is interesting because you think, um. And here's let me actually address one point there, Mike. You brought up. I mean, yeah, it is just me. I got lucky. Um, Ian Deaver showed up and got on yeah. the water and did some shooting. And he did um, some of the shots at like closer to nightfall. He did some amazing work um, shooting from Gasworks Park. I think that was called Troy. You have to correct me on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yep. He shot from there some really beautiful cityscape stuff, and that's in the film. And um, and all the stuff on the water for the midnight paddle. He was out on the water for that. Um, cause I shot that from a bridge, but I'm not really too stoked with all the stuff I shot from the bridge. So thank you, Ian. Um, but, but you know, so it wasn't just a solo effort hundred percent, but I mean, I will say like, I, um, there wasn't really, um, budget per se to, to hire out a bunch of camera guys and to do a full Hollywood treatment, you know, and, and I've never really done anything on that level to be perfectly frank. And, um, but we, it, it was just a really good experience to be, one camera. And I think if we had like, I mean, you guys know you're there. I mean, if you're at, at that scene, if you had five people walking around with cameras and a boom mic guy walking around, I think it would have been too disruptive to be honest. But, right. um, but I, I think there was just something nice about it. Just being one, one camera on people. And, yeah, and I, um, like you said, it's a heart project. So it was like, I'm putting my whole heart into this and, and I'm going to capture everything I can. And, and the other funny thing is, it's like, you know, like most things I do, I went in without a real plan or like a full storyboard of this is what it's going to look like. It was like, let's just let this thing evolve and what comes up of it is what's going to evolve. And um, yep. and I think there's magic in that because you allow so much curiosity and openness for the story to tell itself and you're just a vehicle for it to come out. Um, but that's that gets really floaty and <laughs> I can go on for hours on that one. <laughs> No, but I, awesome. I agree with you. I mean, from a creative approach, like that's, that's my favorite personally, you know, is to, is to, you know, let, just let things happen. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, and, that, and, you know, I mean, the 24 is sort of that as well It's it's just sort of has grown and happened organically and it wouldn't make, it wouldn't make sense to be, you know, be this high polished thing. Yeah. That's awesome. So, side note on Ian, and, and definitely props for him. He comes out to the Santa Paddle and just a good dude and a great mm-hmm. videographer. Yeah. Um, I don't know uh, if you guys are friends with him on Facebook. He'll probably kill mm-hmm. me for saying this. But 
<laughs> he did you see it last night, Troy? I did. I oh, saw that. Yeah. He so he did a tribute to he said, you know, I don't I don't do this. It's just not Ian's got himself some serious music skills. Yeah. And I was yes. absolutely blown away. I've seen a lot of people doing stuff on during this time that I haven't watched the complete video. I watched that whole thing. It was at the end of my work day last night. And I was like, the things you just don't know about people, you got to open my eyes up to that again. Like you just don't know, you know what yeah. I mean? And so more from Ian, if, if we can, because that, that guy's, I mean, a, it, we are surrounded by amazingly talented people. And as I sit here and listen to all, all the work that Chris puts in the film and like how it was the moment and it, it was just, you know, so raw and organic. It was awesome. I, I know Troy and, in my business of TV that we do stories and we do stories because we know that we did them and that we know that they will exist. They were preserved in whatever format it is now and television, digitally, whatever. But the 24 was a movie was made about the 24 that will exist forever. That when we're old and, and unable to get on a board or on your misery stick anymore, I hope that never happens. Um, you, you could pull it out and show the grandkids. I mean, what, what does that mean for you for this with those six to, to have the effort and the energy that exists that you can go to someone now and say, listen, do this is what we started. It's, um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's a neat, it, it's, it's a neat thing. And, you know, I think you, this, this time is like a, a heavy time of reflection, mm -hmm. right? Like you're, you're, you're kind of, you're kind of in all of this and thinking about it. And, um, I mean, I think if we stop tomorrow, right. You could look back on it and go, well done. You know, we, 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 we did a, we did a good thing. Right. And, and so, you know, years down the road or however that works, I don't, I, I think the feeling will be the same. We'll be able to look at it and go, dang, that was, that was, that was a good thing. You know, mm -hmm. there was, there was a lot of good that happened in that. And, um, and, and to kind of savor that feeling, you know, save, savor, savor it for sure. Chris, I, I know in, in life, a lot of times we sometimes are going to be a certain way. And then when you get there and you're in it, or it's just a little different, what, what, was kind of one of the unexpected things or or maybe things you learned or that you didn't expect or funny moment or anything from the 24 that you definitely were like i was not planning on that uh there's i mean <laughs> honestly i mean here's the fun part about what i you know get to do uh is that the ocean or the conditions will always dictate the experience right i mean right you can't you can't plan for anything that's gonna okay, you can't plan like I rented a drone. Well, you can't plan for wind. <laughs> you right. know, that thing saw air one one right. time. I'm like, well, <laughs> so much for that guy. And yeah. um, and there's so many little things that going into it, I had these expectations of what I was gonna do or what I'd be capable of doing that just weren't even possible. And um, and those those are the things where you have to be um, flexible and learn how to adjust and be nimble. Um, I will say, there, I mean, there's one shot, there's a couple shots of you guys, of Troy and the guys paddling down by the cut. And I drove across to go shoot this, this piece, right? The wind was nuking over there so hard. I had a, a long lens attached to my um, 
Panasonic EVA one. And the, uh, the wind was howling so hard. It was shaking the whole camera because the wow. wind was so long. <laughs> and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, how are we, how am I going to get anything done? <laughs> and, yeah. and then the one time the sun came out, I remember I paddled with you guys, Troy, and I was like, oh, I can paddle and keep up with these guys. No problem. No, 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 no. Trying to keep up with Troy and Rennick and a four, three right. or five, whatever wetsuit I was in. Like that just didn't happen. I just remember getting off the water. I was so exhausted. And I was like, how are these guys going to do this? Like, I'd have so much respect for the Pacific Northwest paddlers. We're so spoiled in California. Like, you know, we go paddling in little two mil wetsuits. It's not a big deal. But up there, like a four, three or a five, four, it's like, it's crazy. It's, it's insane. And, and so those are things I was not prepared for. I wasn't prepared for all the rain and all that. Right. <laughs> Neither no, were we. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty intense. And, and I think like, so you have that kind of, um, surprises you could say um out there and i will say i mean here's an example and, and and maybe you guys know this as as you know storytellers and creatives i remember shooting um you guys were doing the monster and sea podcast in the in the basement of the of the of the um rowing facility right right with mark garage, yeah with mark and I, and i and i stumbled upon you guys doing it and i was like this is gold and i and i remember shooting it and in my head thinking like this is the most magical stuff I'm ever going to shoot this whole time. Well, none of that's in the film. <laughs> because it, it didn't fit. And, and that's the, that's right. the thing. It's like, it's like trying to put a, a, a puzzle piece to the wrong puzzle and, and what you're working on. It just didn't work. And, um, and partly is, is there were, the audio wasn't as good as I thought it would be. And then secondly, it's just like some of the context, I just, I couldn't make it snap in the way I wanted it to. So I mean, you spend a week like banging your head against the wall, then you have to let it go because it's just the story doesn't want it. So you got to let it go. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's stuff like that, you know, and there's so I mean, honestly, when I looked at it, I think we had I had 245 individual like interview clips to go through and to, oh, to work with. Dang. That's a lot of 10 to 20 second bites, yeah. sound bites of Troy, wow. you know, and, and Troy and I were, were um and then we, we, Troy, we did two, almost two full days of interview with Troy. So, I mean, it was mm -hmm. like, there yeah. was a lot of storytelling there and a lot of redundancy because mm -hmm. there were some looks I didn't like. So I was like, let's switch lenses and let's do this again. And, um, but, you know, it was all just so raw and so fresh. And, and it was like how I'd want to make something, right? I mean, it was just like a conversation with everybody and it wasn't like a lot of pre-scripting involved. So, um, yeah, there are so many experiences involved in doing that. And I think, honestly, I think the biggest thing I learned in, in doing this was just to learn how to take a risk. Because I didn't know Troy from Adam. We met once in Santa Cruz, right? And now I'm like going to go like, yep. hey, dude, I'm going to stay at your house for four days and show up with all these cameras and ask you to be totally vulnerable with me and trust me that I can know how to do what I'm going to try to do here. And um, And that's a huge risk. Even for me, I'm kind of an introvert. So it was like, you know, on, on so many levels, a big, just throw caution in the wind. Let's just do this thing. And, um, and that, that really taught me a lot about just like, Hey, if you have an ambition and you want, it's, it's the whole thing of go because you can, right. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it was for me. I'm going to go do this because I can, and because I want to. And, uh, so that was the big lesson I think for me to take coming away from that. I also came away. I think I came home and was like, kind of from the first shooting of just sort of like going like, man, I am lazy. Like there's so much more good I could be doing out there in the world and I'm not. 
<laughs> you know, you spend a, a weekend with Troy and you're like, wow, this guy does a lot and he does it because he really loves it. And it's, and he's not complaining. He's not, it's just like, he's just doing it. And it's, it's amazing uh, to see it all in action uh, behind the scenes. I'm just glad Troy that the reason that he didn't put our podcast with Mark in the film wasn't because we were using Starbucks coffee stirrers as our microphone holders. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, you, you know what? That that's that we're, we're trademarking. That. Come on, yeah. seriously, you might want to put. You, you know, you, you talk about all those sound bites and 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 time, Chris, and I know that people don't realize sometimes like the the personal agony you have to leaving something on the floor, yeah. something that you know can tell a story. And I, I had a, uh, a, a, an executive producer I worked with here. He's, he's famous in the Seattle TV community. His name is Bob Thronson. Uh, he used to help me on stories when I first got to Como. And, and he's went through some stuff and, and he goes, you know what we got to do? We got to kill some babies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Bob, what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? <laughs> what do you mean killing babies? He goes, you know what these are? These little sound bites? He goes, these are little babies. He goes, you, you want to put them in a blanket. You want to hold them tight. And you want to just take care of them. And you want to make sure everybody sees it. Mm -hmm. Everybody hears it. He goes, but you can't. There's only so <laughs> many babies per story. So you yeah. got to figure out which one you're not. I wish you, you know, we probably could think thought of a different word. But there is an inner struggle sometimes. And I know. You know, on the other end of it, with the still photography, Troy, I see you take all sorts of pictures, but you can't put everyone that you put out there, and you must have the same struggle, I would imagine, visually, as to what you're going to put out there from what you take. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, there's, um, I mean, uh, went and had the opportunity to shoot with Chris mm -hmm. uh, for for Catalina. Mm -hmm. You know, and and ride along in the boat, and uh, man, what a what a view mm -hmm. of that race <laughs> can, can, from the front. Can you talk about what Catalina is, just for if, if not everybody knows or understands? Quite. Oh sure, yeah. It's uh, um, it's the man. It's the granddaddy of uh, paddle races. Uh, it's from Catalina to Manhattan Pier, yep, right, yep, Chris? Thirty-two miles. And uh, um, thirty-two miles, and uh, you know, it's it's prone only, and or you know, misery stick only, mm -hmm. <laughs> and. Uh, um, and it was, it was really cool to be, you know, again, to be able to see that race from, from the vantage point of, you know, first place all the way, all the way back to, um, you know, the, um, all the way back through the field and, you know, to get that perspective, um, you know, I, I don't know, I probably shot 7,000 wow. from that, you know? And, uh, um, and part of, you know, part of it is, you know, having a hyper finger, <laughs> you know, cause it's like, you don't want, you, you don't want to miss anything. And, you know, some of my favorite, my favorite photos are the in-between mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the moments that, um, that aren't a perfect picture, honestly, you know, that have something about them that is, is off. And, uh, um, you know, and the only way to find those is to, is to really, um, you know, be an active shooter or active photographer, active shooter sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it is it, the edit process is, um, I think that's another aspect of, you know, photography and shooting and, you know, both to video and, you know, Mike and the stuff, you know, you do and tell stories is there's, you know, you kind of have a, you know, you create a big toolbox mm -hmm. and you start digging through it and going, Oh yeah, this, you know, Here's a, here's some magic. Here's some magic. Here's some magic. And then, 
you know, I'll even go back through folders and look through it, you know, four or five, six, seven times and still find, find things that are like, Ooh, that's, you know, that's kind of fun and interesting and different. So it's, it is, it's, it's a process, but dang, it's a fun one. So it, it, go, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, it's also like, I, I'll say the worst part is when you go through and you find, especially on the video side, you find something you're like, Oh, I didn't know I had that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Which does happen. And uh, it's, 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 yeah, but you're right, Mike. I mean, it's um, your producer said it. Cause there's stuff that, when you're shooting, uh, when I'm shooting, at least I shouldn't say uh, globally like that, but when I'm working, uh, whether it's Catalina Molokai or, or any other project, there's stuff that in camera, you're you're just, and Troy probably has this definitely on, on the still side, because I know some shooting stills, you're like in love with it. You're like, this is going to be amazing. And then you bring it back and you're yep. like, I am the worst artist ever. I can sell all my gear now. <laughs> and then you spend two days in full disappointment. <laughs> yeah. And, then you get back yeah. to it. <laughs> and and just hearing you guys talk, it's you have a, such a tremendous perspective of you know telling stories through lenses. Uh, but have this kind of um, you know small group of pain seeking individuals that you're a part of, and that you both are prone path. Yeah. You know, are, are we amazed that you guys hit it off so well, and that you were able to you know come up with this wonderful film that tells a story that can not only you know uh, document people in a movement but also maybe inspire others when we start with chris i mean yeah i mean from paddlers i mean and i think paddlers in general anyone troy said anyone that loves the water it's the, there's a reason why that's the opening line of the film right and troy even my wife was like why are you starting with sending him on the film I'm like well because it's like it says the sentiment there's something right. special about people who love the water and you can, whether you scuba dive, paddle, fish, you know, kite surf, whatever it is, there's a connection there that's, um, that's unbreakable. And it's an instant, it's an instant, yeah. like I've known you my whole life because we understand the same thing, you know, uh, yeah. and, and, you know, it's, it's odd to say it's, it's been a struggle. Like here in LA, they've shut down every beach. There's can't go, I <laughs> can't go. So um, it's yeah. been a struggle, but, you know, then you, you couple that with, I don't know. I, I Troy, is, how, the Troy I know is is such a charitable, warm, welcoming person. Um, there's no there's no way that we could have come up with something bad out of that because he's he's a great subject and and that's the cool part about Troy. And I will say this is about you, Troy, is that you the whole time were just the guy who didn't want to be in front of the camera but was willing to get in front of the camera. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I'm much more comfortable behind the <laughs> behind the behind yeah. the camera. You know, I, I I really appreciate the. I mean, I really appreciate the kind words and sort of all that stuff. And it uh, um, it me you know it means a lot to me to um, to hear that. And um, but also too, it's you know this this has gotten to this point. Um, I think kind of like what we talked about it is because of that the heart stuff and that mm -hmm. connection right and that 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 shared that shared connection much like being able to um you know that that exponential growth of being able to help that you know that shared connection to one one thing which is the water creates a giant mm -hmm. community and then you know this community really starts to take on a kind of a life of its own. And 
you know, I'm, it's, it's, it is an absolute pleasure to have maybe, you know, kind of lit the match on that, but man, I'll tell you what, to watch it, to watch it go is, um, is really cool. <laughs> it's really, um, it's really, it's, it's really cool to see how, like the different communities, you know, uh, Newport, Morro Bay, Vancouver, um, you know, East Coast, Canada, all that stuff. They have like that, those paddle communities have become bright lights in a broader community. And that's not me. You know what I mean? Like that's, that is, that's this idea. Mm. And, and that, um, that's special. Mm. And, you know, Mike, I think to your, you know, to your point about being able to kind of look back and, and go, you know, wow. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think my, my look back on that is like, oh man, I, you know, I was put in a spot through unfavorable circumstances to be able to kind of get something Mm -hmm. started, but then to see, to see what see the life that it took mm-hmm. or, you know, the life that it, it took on. That's the joy, man. That's the magic, right? And it's like, that's the thing that blows me away every day As you look on social media and you look at, you know, people posting their memories of, you know, the last year's 24s and sharing kind of our same sentiment of, I'm kind of bummed that we're not going on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? But, but, you know, again, they have, they have taken this idea and that connection and grown it in their communities. And, and, you know, if I get hit by a truck tomorrow, I'm going to die mm. a happy man. Cause that's really a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah me to me too. Well, well, I won't cause I won't, I, you know, unless a truck drives through my house right. cause I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and, and here's the thing yeah. too. I mean, I was just thinking, listening to you, Troy, I mean, once once this experience and you guys have both been through the cancer experience you know with spouses and mm-hmm. and i have said i had a close family member who passed and um once it grazes you i i think um it you just get into a place of like there's gotta be something i can do and troy had this experience and it yeah. created what we're talking about and there's a reason yeah. um there's one quote troy says in the film you said it's um you know I, i'm no good with a hammer <laughs> and i'm not <laughs> And, no, and I, I am not. not. Picture, I mean, I, the other night, my wife was hanging up stuff in the nursery, like, you know, photos and things for, for the baby. I was making dinner because I can't use a hammer, you know, but I can I can flip a burger. <laughs> right. But um, but, you know, I, and I can I know I, I, I'm pretty confident I know how to use a camera and I'm pretty confident I know how to engage someone in a conversation that might be meaningful enough to put on video. And um, and those are my talents. And so once. Once you kind of realize like, well, this is what I'm good at doing and maybe I can use it to help somebody or do something or tell a story that will hopefully lead to this movement to growing, then yeah, why wouldn't I say yes and to that idea? Um, you know, it's a really special thing, what was created. And and I know Troy doesn't, it seems like just from my time with him, he's, he's you're not into like being like, I'm the guy who started it, you know, mm-hmm. I'm the founder, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and that was the other thing. I think that was neat about what was, what we did get to create was that there's a lot of um, video content or things out there in paddling, especially that's the, I am the great, I am stuff. Like, look what I just did, you know, kind of films. And there's a place for that. And I love some of that stuff for sure. But, um, but there's also not a lot about, our community and what it could do as a community. And, um, and that's the part of this whole thing I just loved. And especially getting 
footage from all the other teams and people sending stuff in. It was just like, it's really profound. And I think that's one of the goals in, in the film when you watch it is that it tries to go, we start really narrowly focused for about six minutes on Troy's story and then slowly the aperture widens. And then by the end, um, it's fully open, right? You have mm. the whole global movement going on, you know, and, and I don't know. It's it's still, I mean, just talking about it, I get little goosebumps. It's just so special hmm. um, when you really recognize what was created and what's what's happening. Um, you know, it's really special. It's very cool. And I, I think as I sit here and, and listen and talk to you guys about the other teams and, and everything involved, and I love, Chris, everybody sent you stuff. So we, we do, like, I love that aperture opening type of thing, mm-hmm. uh, description. Um, it's, it's just wild that through this odd time of social distancing and disconnect, physically, we are connected. And I think in the end, it ends up maybe making a connection for all of us that value even more than we already did not to say we didn't value it Mm. like you said just getting to the beach and being able to go out in the water um you know you gotta i think you gotta have your cup half full and half awesome all the time and that's that's a (laughs) challenge for all of us but i think when we get there i I mean it's going to be awesome for so many of us just to see each other again and you know be hard chargers for stuff because i know i get frustrated not being able to do anything because that, that was kind of my therapy just kind of punching cancer in the face by you know being a part of this or that and now it's like you can't do that and so when we finally get to do that again it's going to feel pretty darn good don't you guys think oh man yes <laughs> yes yeah yeah for sure i mean it's it's been fun watching you try on instagram and you're you've taken up trail running <laughs> yep. yeah yeah it's well because it's right out the it's yeah. right out my back door you know and uh, um so yeah. well you've been here chris so it's like you know able to kind of you know just disappear <laughs> in the woods and um uh yeah it's been i'm a horrible runner but it is fun to just kind of get out there and and um uh, suck yeah. at something yeah new, so <laughs> yeah same same thing i've been I've been, I've been trying to just go run and just yeah. try to keep moving but um you know i, I went out i think it was saturday and the first quarter mile twisted my ankle, limped home. I'm like, okay, this is not fun. <laughs> why am I doing this? Yeah. Why, yeah. why am I doing this? No one's chasing me. I don't need to run. <laughs> yeah. But it's, a, it's, it's a trip, yeah. you know, um, to see what, what, what we have to deal with now. And, and I, I, but what the cool thing is, is that I, at least down here and I'll, I'll throw a big shout out to, to Wade and the 24 um, in San Diego, like, yeah. They, we had a, a really close friend of my wife's that they're in the experience and the 24 San Diego came in and showed up for them. I'm going to like start bawling on the podcast and to be able, to, awesome. be able to make that build to, to my wife's like, man, or, you know, this, they're going through it and to be able to say like, you know what, I, maybe, maybe the 24 can help them. And it, and it did exactly yep. what this thing was designed to do. She FaceTimed my wife and, they're like, we don't, we can just go get groceries. We can like do what we want need to do. And it wasn't like the full envelope. It was some cash, but like for them, it changed. It just turned the lights on a little bit brighter. And um, that's pretty cool. Do you know? So even in this, there's still, there's still stuff happening. And that's, what's really neat about it is that it doesn't stop. Because people are still saying yes, as Troy says in the film. Yeah. 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 And that's that's happening, that's happening all over, which is so cool. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a <laughs> lonely know? time, Troy and, and Chris. We know that when when family members go through it, but to know that someone cares, that a group of people cares, foundationally, that's yeah. that's what it's about. 
you know, mm-hmm. and it and it does. It, it brings a tear to my eye. I know that. I mean, it's just to be a part of it. I, it's it's a privilege. It really is. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. No, it's, I, it's neat. I could not think of a better way to 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 toast the twenty four that we can't do this week, but to also kind of talk about its meaning. Um, something that exists that if you want to go and, and watch, watch the, the video, be inspired. Maybe you start a team somewhere or maybe you join a team or you look forward to when we do finally get on the water. It's uh, the 24 is, is what this is all about. And my thanks to Chris for, for capturing the magic of it. My thanks mm-hmm. to you, Troy, for being a friend and, and for just letting me be a part of it and for what you do for people. It's, it's pretty awesome. So um I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. I, I, I yeah. think the, the social distancing podcast with a guest has been really neat. Troy doesn't <laughs> just have to, Troy doesn't yeah. just have to listen to me. <laughs> I think this is, this is, this is fun. We need Two to guess yeah, more need often to, guys. Uh, I think we need, I think we got to figure out. Some, Dude, call some me up anytime. Guests. This is fun. Yeah. And, and I do want to say it's big special. Thanks just real quick. I mean, to um, Kyle Morton and the band Typhoon, who I'm a huge fan of. And that was my big Heck risk yeah. I took. I was like, I'm just going to email them and see. And they were kind enough to let us use two of their tracks for the film, the opening and the closing. Is you know, they and that was like really cool. The guy emailed me back and he's like, Yeah, no problem, man. And uh, I'm just so grateful for that because uh, I think that kind of kicks it off with a good bang is is their tunes and I don't know their Pacific Northwest band. Yeah. It all just fit. I <laughs> know, uh, man, and I like how global yeah. that is too, right? It's like. Northwest band, California film. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's uh, it's good stuff. And yeah, and, and for those of you who haven't listened to, Titan, you should please, yeah, do. absolutely they're, should. They're amazing. They're awesome. Anyways, yeah. that was my little shout. Ah, we got another Monster and Sea podcast. Social distancing. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Nice to hear your voice. Good. Nice to hear your voice too, Mike Ferrari, along with Troy Nebaker, the Grand Poobah of Monster and Sea, and. Uh, we continue with the home quarantine aspects of our lives. And this is kind of a special podcast for us because um, we would probably be gearing up right now under normal circumstances uh, for the biggest fundraiser of the year for monster and see the, the big um, you know, reason we do things. And that, that is the 24, which has been uh, postponed. Yeah. Um, so I, I know it kind of bums you out a little bit, buddy, but you, you know, it, it had to be done, right? Yeah. You know, it had to be done. And there's, uh, um, you know, and if there's, uh, if there's silver linings in anything, which we always try and look for is that, uh, you know, there's good anticipation and, um, we've all still been sort of reaching out and staying connected and mm-hmm. making sure we can find other ways to, you know, kind of help in the communities. Yeah. You know, last year was, was it was crazy because the wind was so nuts on Lake union. Um, and a lot of us ended up going towards Portage Bay and I'm talking strictly of Seattle. And then we see what everybody else is dealing with weather wise. It's crazy. And I, I really thought that the whole essence of the 24 for me personally was captured with the movie. I mean, year five, you, you had a movie, Troy. We I did. Mean, how, crazy, how crazy was that? And uh, t- tell me a little bit about the guy that, that shot it. Well, you know, I'm um, super thankful for that, right? Like, uh, there's uh, a good buddy, Chris Aguilar. He he called he called up. I mean, he's been sort of you know following along and knows about the 24. And he called up and said, "Hey, man, I'd love to uh, I'd love to tell this story." 
and uh and i'd like i was like hey man i'd love you to tell this story that's awesome <laughs> right <laughs> and uh um and so you know he uh he had a heart for it and and made it happen and it was it was awesome it was humbling and and a um just sort of a you know a very cool thing to be part of well i watched it brought a tear to my eyes a number of times i love the way it was done and like I said, Troy, this needs to be a special podcast because, you know, we can't all be together. So, you know what? Why not bring in our friend Chris Aguilar from all the way down to Orange County, California to join in our podcast. Chris, how are you, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> yeah, how what's happening, that? Chris? Hey, how what's going that, on, Troy? Troy? I kind of got you out of left field, didn't we? <laughs> so when's the last time you two talked? Gosh, you know, we even we email and text a lot, but we haven't really like talked face to face or uh, on the phone for a bit. But you know, well, uh, during the last sprint of trying to get the um, the video cut, you know, Troy and I were were online a lot, <laughs> going over graphics and all the kinds of stuff. So uh, yeah, it's good to good to connect finally. Yeah, good to catch up. I think the last uh, last picture I saw is of you and your. Your lovely wife in uh, masks and <laughs> all kinds of stuff, getting ready for your uh, your new edition. The pandemic pregnancy, man. It's been a, it's yeah. it's <laughs> such a trip, but yeah, uh, yeah. So so much to, to talk about with you guys, um, and I, I think you bring that up, Chris. I mean, what? Who would have known? Like a year ago, right? I mean, when, when paddling is you know paramount for everybody, that almost you know a year away we, we'd be in this situation and i know i spoke to you a little bit earlier about mm -hmm. you know going through pregnancy with your wife stuff. i mean everybody's dealing with different things i know i i i know bill weir on uh, cnn and he and his wife just had a baby kind of watching some of the stuff that he did uh just you know with mask and going through it I mean, not quite how you imagine your your first yeah you know it's it's been um it's been kind of a journey. Uh, you know, we're, um, she, my wife, Allie, she's due um, May 31st. So, you know, in LA, it was like, well, it, it's that sounds like it's on the backside of the curve, as they say here. And, um, you know, it's funny, we moved from Orange County up to uh, up here to LA County. And um, where we're at, um, we can actually see the, the, the mercy, the big hospital ship that came in. Mm. So you, it's there, like you can see it. And, uh, and there was a little bit there. We actually thought we might be delivering on the boat because, wow. uh, because um, it's outfitted for um, pediatrics and labor and delivery. But I guess it's kind of a lot of, a lot of hoops to get on there. And so uh, our hospital is going to take us in still. So, but yeah, there is talk that I may not even be able to be in the room. Um, and they've already said that we can't have any family or anybody in the waiting room, no family at the hospital. It's just me and my wife solo. So, um, you know, that whole picture, I think that you have of, you know, the baby being born, the family's there, everybody's cheering, you're handing out cigars, you know, in the parking lot. And it's the whole thing. Uh, we're just not going to have that experience <laughs> this time around. Um, you know, as I said to Mike earlier, you know, we're doing a, we had to cancel the baby shower. Um, you know, it's, it's, I mean, obviously protecting lives is way more important than what we're having to deal with, but, um, you know, it's still a little disappointing and, um, so we're having a drive-through baby shower where people can drive by in the car and say hi. <laughs> It'll be like a weird parade in front of our house, you know. Right. 
So that's kind of awesome though, man. That's awesome. You know what, man? And, and I think that's what, um, is, is cemented when you look at the 24 and, and what Troy's created is that when you say, Hey, I want community, community will respond. And I think that's like the cool part is that I'm seeing, at least that's the silver linings I'm trying to see in, in all of this right. is that, you know, my wife actually is a part of a couple of Facebook groups of, of women who are also pregnant going through this. And so she's found this community of women across the globe who are all going through the kind of the same stuff and they're finding resources and there's that she even joined. Here's the funny part, you know, all the um, classes you would go through, like the hospital tour and then the parenting classes, birthing classes, those have all been canceled for us. So we've had to like find crazy online resources to uh, figure out like how to put the car seat in and <laughs> some of this yeah. stuff, you know, because we don't know what we're doing, wow. you know, it's like. So we had to learn, um, you know, online. We were having to find, um, go seek and find resources for all the basics that you just take for granted uh, because you just sign up at the hospital and go. And, you know, that's just not an option right now. So it's yeah. it's definitely been an adventure. <laughs> Nothing but man. And, you know, and and I, I know one thing, one thing is for certain that uh, this little person, I'm not sure if, if boy or girl, a little boy, a little boy. Yeah. He's got some great, great parents, and you guys are going to have some great stories to tell uh, oh, when yeah. this thing is all said yeah. and done. Um, yeah. Talk about the unity of the twenty-four, and and this is uh, where it all starts. Um, and I think you know, probably more of a conversation for 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 you and and Troy as far as what drew you to this group, and then what did you see in not only Troy and and Chris that allowed or wants tell the story of the 24 so close to your heart. So why don't we start with Troy first? Oh, well, you know, it's, um, you know, we, we talk a lot about like the, you know, kind of the original six and sort of that first, you know, that first year and sort of, you know, sending out six emails and everybody said yes. And, um, there, there is something ridiculously cool about the water community that, I mean, that's how I met Chris. That's how I met you, Mike. I mean, that's how mm -hmm. I met, um, so many, you know, so many people and dear friends that I have now is because of the water, you know? And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the, the type of people that it attracts, and uh, um, there's just a, there just seems to be a goodness and a kindness in that you know that that dude, it comes you know comes from the water and uh, um, it's it's really it's really cool I mean you you know you you, know, you break you you remove all the layers of you know training and aggro and be the best and you know i'm the best surfer i'm the best paddler you remove all that stuff and you get down to that core element which is man we just all love the water and then you kind of look around and go well chris is rad i want to get to know him you know right. that's rad i want to get to know him i mean you know and it's just it, that's just how it happens and um you know and it's fun it's fun because um my kids, my kids actually joke with me. Uh, Lily, Lily's like, dad, you're like, you know, like the Labrador of people. <laughs> mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, um, and I, I, I do, I kind of think like the, you know, the water is sort of like that is because, you know, you're kind of walking around with your, 
your tongue flopping around and you're like, Hey, you having fun? Yeah, I'm having fun. Let's have fun together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And uh, and I, you know, I think that's just sort of how it happens. And, um, you know, when, when I met Chris and we started talking about this and, um, it just, it just clicked. It just seems supernatural. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I, I had been following uh, Troy in the 24 and Monster and Sea for a bit. A little, I feel like a little bit of a stalker, but, um, <laughs> but I always appreciated the um, the design aesthetic that Troy brings to everything he does. Um, his artistic abilities are like just off the chart. Uh, his photography is second to none. I've always appreciated all that, those elements of him. And then once I heard about the story of the 24 more, it was like something... Um, it was a story I felt that needed to be told. And, um, you know, I have some experience with, uh, you know, a relative that died of cancer. It was really close to me and it was really um, a traumatic period. And um, and so, you know, this this topic of cancer was really um, present in my life. And and so as such, I've I've always kind of turned a, turned my attention that way. And uh, when I saw what this was and what it was doing, um, it was just something I was like, I, I got to do this. And I think there were a couple of years there, Troy, I tried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kept trying. And, uh, and finally, it was like last year, like all the all the, the, the stars aligned and the money was there. And I was like, you know, I, and, and that's one thing about like when I do a project now, it's like I'm not doing GoFundMes and all that because I just, especially something like this, like you don't want to take away from what the charity could possibly do because mm-hmm. I need to get paid <laughs> so, right. and, and not even just get even expense covered. Cause it was just about doing it. And, um, and I don't know, I just, I went, th- maybe it was um, just something in the air. I was just like, I need, I needed to do this. I had the passion to do it. And um, it just worked out that we could. And um, you know, I think the result was pretty good. I mean, it's a, it was a lot of work, <laughs> why. Yeah. Um, right. but you know, it's, um, but it's, well, you- you just bring you brought up sorry chris you brought up a really good point right there about um you know you just kind of you kind of got to do it yeah and it you know and it's it's like it's a heart project and it's and i think that everybody that's involved with the 24 you know all the teams and everything that no no you know everybody's in it because it's it is that it's that heart thing Mm -hmm. you know and it's cool it is cool and and you know what i i i appreciate about when we started talking about doing it though i we didn't want to make um and i'll probably speak for both of us a little bit troy on this you don't mind but i just felt like we both didn't want to do another cancer doc right absolutely like you know like follow someone to the hospital and go through the process because the experience is the experience right and but this was about a movement that was um supporting people in the experience and so it would have been very easy and there is footage of of people really getting raw about their experience in the journey of going through treatment and stuff and um and but it was like we couldn't use that because that wasn't the goal of what we were trying to do and um and i really respected that and even if you watch the end of the film you see like the envelope delivery. I don't know. <laughs> Those behind yep. the scenes know that that's actually my wife walking around with an envelope. Because <laughs> uh, awesome. we didn't we didn't want to exploit that process by um, right. by riding in the car with someone on a team and walking up to the front door to somebody who's going through the experience with the camera and handing, hey, you mind if we film this? You know, and it just yeah. all felt too exploitive. And so 
I felt, you know, directorally, I guess, or directorially, um, better off just let's just recreate it and show the essence of that instead of instead of trying to um, ride shotgun on something like that because it feels too personal and it feels too intimate to to interrupt that process if that makes sense yeah. so there's a lot of little 100%. a lot of little decisions along the way that um that troy and i made that were um i think smart because it just it made a film that was um kind of more just about the community and this kind of unknown this this conditional support for unknown people uh, it's just a beautiful thing you know and you don't see that too often so i know uh, chris we talked you're going to uh, repost the mm -hmm. to the film the, this weekend so more people can watch and i yeah. i know i will because i you know i'm going i i've had it i've told troy this i've had it on my calendar i just won't take it off cuz i just want to you know be reminded of what we're not doing but also you know stay motivated for when we do get the chance um but when you watch it i think people need to know like we talk about films and I, I think the general, you know, perception of a film is what you see on a Hollywood set and all these people and union people and cord pullers and this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. This is only Chris. Like this whole thing was done yeah. by Chris. And that's one thing, like I, I loved your enthusiasm, how you just were getting after everything in the beginning. But I remember like anybody, I think it might've been somewhere between two and four in the morning. <laughs> mm -hmm. I looked at you, you were getting some coffee and there was this one point where I was like, man, that guy is working his tail off. I mean, what was that like for you? Because, I mean, some people can get a little winks here and they're asleep. You did not. I mean, what, what was that whole grind for you of that full 24, just from your perspective? <laughs> I mean, I was there to do a gig, right? <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like, you get kind of caught up, in, as, as my friend Reno would say, I got kind of caught up in the hoopla. <laughs> Right, <laughs> Reno, awesome. Know, right? What's a podcast without a Reno reference, right? Right, oh, you gotta have the Reno reference. <laughs> He'll man. be so stoked right now. But anyways, <laughs> I am. Um, I just, I mean, really, I wanted to have the experience of the experience, and um, and if there, I slept when Troy and Rennick and that team slept. I mean, that's so right. It's kind of the gist of it, and um, and you know, um, it, it, it is interesting because you think, um. And here's, let me actually address one point there, Mike, you brought up. I mean, yeah, it is just me. I got lucky. Um, Ian Deaver showed up and got on yeah. the water and did some shooting. And he did um, some of the shots at like closer to nightfall. He did some amazing work um, shooting from Gasworks Park. I think that was called Troy. You have to correct me on yeah. that. Mm -hmm. Yep. He shot from there some really beautiful cityscape stuff. And that's in the film. And, um, and all the stuff on the water for the midnight paddle. He was out on the water for that. Um, cause I shot that from a bridge, but I'm not really too stoked with all the stuff I shot from the bridge. So thank you, Ian. Um, <laughs> but, you know, so it wasn't just a solo effort hundred percent, but I mean, I will say like, I, um, there wasn't really, um, budget per se to, to hire out a bunch of camera guys and to do a full Hollywood treatment, you know, and, and I've never really done anything on that level to be perfectly frank. And, um, but we, it, it was just a really good experience to be one camera and i think if we had like i mean you guys know you're there i mean if you're at, at that scene if you had five people walking around with cameras and a boom mic guy walking around i think it would have been too disruptive to be honest but right. um but I, I think there was just something nice about it just being one one camera on people and yeah and i um like you said it's a heart project so it was like i'm putting my whole heart into this and and i'm going to capture everything i can and, and the other funny thing is, it's like, you know, like most things I do, 
I went in without a real plan or like a full storyboard of this is what's going to look like. It was like, let's just let this thing evolve and what comes up of it is what's going to evolve. And, um, yep. and I think there's magic in that because you allow so much curiosity and openness for the story to tell itself and you're just a vehicle for it to come out. Um, but that's, that gets really floaty and <laughs> I can go on for hours on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, awesome. I agree with you. I mean, from a creative approach, like that's, that's my favorite personally, you know, is to, is to, you know, let, just let things happen. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, and, and, you know, I mean, the 24 is sort of that as well It's it's just sort of has grown and happened organically and it wouldn't make, it wouldn't make sense to be, you know, be this high polished thing. Yeah. That's awesome. So side note on Ian and, and definitely props for him. He comes out to the Santa paddle and just a good dude and a great mm -hmm. videographer. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are friends with him on Facebook. He'll probably kill mm -hmm. me for saying this, but he <laughs> did you see it last night, Troy? I did. I oh, saw that. Yeah. He so he did a tribute to he said, you know, I don't I don't do this. It's just not Ian's got himself some serious music skills. Yeah. And I was yes. absolutely blown away. I've seen a lot of people doing stuff on during this time that I haven't watched the complete video. I watched that whole thing. It was on the end of my workday last night. And I was like, the things you just don't know about people, you kind of opened my eyes up to that again. Like, you just don't know. You know what yeah. I mean? And so more from Ian, if, if we can, because that, that guy's, I mean, a, it, we are surrounded by amazingly talented people. And as I sit here and listen to all, all the work that Chris puts in the film and like how it was the moment and it, it was just, you know, so raw and organic. It was awesome. I, I know Troy and, in my business of TV that we do stories and we do stories because we know that we did them and that we know that they will exist. They're preserved in whatever format it is now and television, digitally, whatever. But the 24 was a movie was made about the 24 that will exist forever. That when we're old and, and unable to get on a board or on your misery stick anymore, I hope that never happens. Um, you, you could pull it out and show the grandkids. I mean, what, what does that mean for you for this with those six to, to have the effort and the energy that exists that you can go to someone now and say, listen, do, this is what we started. It's, um, it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's a neat, it's, it's a neat thing. And, you know, I think you, this, this time is like a, a heavy time of reflection, mm -hmm. right? Like you're, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of in all of this and thinking about it. And, um, I mean, I think if we stop tomorrow, right. You could look back on it and go, well done. You know, we, 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 we did a, we did a good thing. Right. And, and so, you know, years down the road or however that works, I don't, I think the feeling will be the same. We'll be able to look at it and go, dang, that was, that was, that was a good thing. You know, mm -hmm. there was, there was a lot of good that happened in that. And, um, and, and to kind of savor that feeling, you know, savor, savor, savor it for sure. Chris, I, I know in, in life, a lot of times we sometimes are going to be a certain way. And then when you get there and you're in it, or it's just a little different, what, what, was kind of one of the unexpected things or, or maybe things you learned or, 
that you didn't expect or funny moment or anything from the 24 that you definitely were like, I was not planning on that. Uh, there's, I mean, <laughs> honestly, I mean, here's the fun part about what I you know get to do uh, is that the ocean or the conditions will always dictate the experience. Right. I mean, right. you can't, you can't plan for anything. That's gonna, like, you can't plan. Like I rented a drone. Well, you can't plan for wind. <laughs> You right. know, that thing saw air one one <laughs> right. time. I'm like, well, <laughs> so much for that guy. And yeah. um, and there's so many little things that going into it, I had these expectations of what I was going to do or what I'd be capable of doing that just weren't even possible. And um, and those those are the things where you have to be um, flexible and learn how to adjust and be nimble. Um, I will say, there, I mean, there's one shot. There's a couple shots of you guys, of Troy and the guys paddling down by the cut and I drove across to go shoot this this piece, right? The wind was nuking over there so hard. I had a, a long lens attached to my um, Panasonic EVA-1 and the uh, the wind was howling so hard it was shaking the whole camera because the wow. wind was so long. <laughs> and I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, how, are we, how am I gonna get anything done? <laughs> and, yeah. and then the one time the sun came out, I remember I paddled with you guys, Troy, and I was like, oh, I can paddle, keep up with these guys, no problem. No, 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 no. Trying to keep up with Troy and Rennick and a four, three right. or five, whatever wetsuit I was in, like that just didn't happen. I just remember getting off the water. I was so exhausted. And I was like, how are these guys gonna do this? Like, I have so much respect for the Pacific Northwest paddlers. We're so spoiled in California. Like, you know, we go paddling in little two mil wetsuits. It's not a big deal. But up there, like a four, three or a five, four, it's like, it's crazy. It's it's insane. And, and so those are things I was not prepared for. I wasn't prepared for all the rain and all that. Right. <laughs> Neither no, were we. I mean, it <laughs> was pretty intense. And, and I think like, so you have that kind of um, surprises, you could say, um, out there. And I will say, I mean, Here's an example, and, and, and maybe you guys know this as, as you know, storytellers and creatives. I remember shooting, um, you guys were doing the Monster and Sea podcast in the, in the basement of the, of the, of the um, rowing facility, right? Right, with and Mark, I, yeah. With Mark, and I, and, I, and I stumbled upon you guys doing it, and I was like, this is gold. And I, and I remember shooting it and in my head thinking, like, this is the most magical stuff I'm ever going to shoot this whole time. Well, none of that's in the film. <laughs> <laughs> because it, it didn't fit and, and that's the, that's right. the thing it's like it's like trying to put a, a, a puzzle piece to the wrong puzzle and and what you're working on it just didn't work and um and partly is is there were, the audio wasn't as good as i thought it would be and then secondly it's just like some of the context i just i couldn't make it snap in the way i wanted it to so i mean you spend a week like banging your head against the wall then you have to let it go because it's just the story doesn't want it. So you got to let it go. Mm -hmm. And um, so there's stuff like that, you know, and there's so, I mean, honestly, when I looked at it, I think we had, I had 245 individual like interview clips to go through and to, oh, to work with. Dang. That's a lot of 10 to 20 second by yeah. sound bites of Troy, wow. you know, and, and yeah. Troy and I were, were um, and then we, we, Troy, we did two, almost two full days of interview with Troy. So, I mean, it was like, there yeah. was a lot of storytelling there and a lot of redundancy because there were some looks I didn't like. So I was like, let's switch lenses and let's do this again. And, um, but, you know, it was all just so raw and so fresh. And, and it was like how I'd want to make something, right? I mean, it was just like a conversation with everybody and it wasn't like a lot of pre-scripting involved. So, um, yeah, th there were so many experiences involved in doing that. And I think, honestly, I think the biggest thing I learned in, in doing this was just to learn how to take a risk. 
because I didn't know Troy from Adam. We met once in Santa Cruz, right? And now I'm like going to go like, yep. hey, dude, I'm going to stay at your house for four days and show up with all these cameras and ask you to be totally vulnerable with me and trust me that I can know how to do what I'm going to try to do here. And uh, and that's a huge risk. Even for me, I'm kind of an introvert. So it was like, you know, on, on so many levels, a big just throw caution in the wind. Let's just do this thing. And um, and that that really taught me a lot about just like, hey, if you have an ambition and you want it's, it's the whole thing of go because you can. Right. It's mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it was for me. I'm going to go do this because I can and because I want to. And uh, so that was the big lesson, I think, for me take coming away from that. I also came away. I think I came home and was like kind of from the first shooting of just sort of like going like, man, I am lazy. Like there's so much more good I could be doing out there in the world. And I'm not, <laughs> you know, you spend a, a weekend with Troy and you're like, wow, this guy does a lot. And he does it because he really loves it. And it's and he's not complaining. He's not. It's just like he's just doing it. And it's it's amazing uh, to see it all in action uh, behind the scenes. I'm just glad, Troy, that the reason that he didn't put our podcast with Mark in the film wasn't because we were using Starbucks coffee stirrers as our microphone holders. <laughs> oh, man. You, you know what? That, that's, that, we're we're trademarking. Come on. Yeah. Seriously, you might want to put that. You, you know, you, you talk about all those sound bites and, and, and time, Chris, and I know that people don't realize sometimes, like, the – the personal agony you have to leaving something on the floor, yeah. something that you know can tell a story. And I, I had a, uh, a, a, an executive producer I worked with here. Is he's he's famous in the Seattle TV community. His name is Bob Thronson. Uh, he used to help me on stories when I first got to Como, and and he's went through some stuff. And, and he goes, you know, what we got to do, we got to kill some babies. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Bob, what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? <laughs> What do you mean killing babies? He goes, you know what these are? These little sound bites? He goes, these are little babies. He goes, you, you want to put them in a blanket. You want to hold them tight. And you want to just take care of them. And you want to make sure everybody sees it. Hmm. Everybody hears it. He goes, but you can't. There's only so many babies per story. So you yeah. got to figure out which one you're not. I wish you, you know, we probably could think thought of a different word. But there is an inner struggle sometimes. And I know, you know, on the other end of it with the still photography, Troy, I see you take all sorts of pictures but you can't put everyone that you put out there and you must have the same struggle. I would imagine visually as to what you're going to put out there from what you take. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, there's, um, I mean, uh, when had the opportunity to shoot with Chris, mm -hmm. uh, for, for Catalina, mm -hmm. you know, and, and ride along in the boat and, uh, man, what a, what a view mm -hmm. of that race <laughs> can, can, from the front. Can you talk about what Catalina is just for, if, if not everybody knows or understands quite. Oh sure, yeah. It's uh, um, it's the man. It's the granddaddy of uh, paddle races. Uh, it's from Catalina to Manhattan Pier, yep, right, yep, Chris? Thirty-two miles. And uh, um, thirty-two miles, and uh, you know, it's it's prone only, and or you know, misery stick only, mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, um, and it was it was really cool to be you know again to be able to see that race from from the vantage point of you know first place all the way all the way back to um you know the um all the way back through the field and you know to get that perspective um you know i i don't know i probably shot seven thousand wow. from that you know and uh um 
and part of you know part of it is you know having a hyper finger <laughs> you know because it's like you don't want you you don't want to miss anything and you know some of my favorite my favorite photos are the in-between mm -hmm. stuff mm -hmm. you know the 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 moments that um that aren't a perfect picture honestly you know that have something about them that is is off and uh, um you know and the only way to find those is to is to really um you know be an active shooter or active photographer, active shooter sounds terrible. Um, but, you know, it's, it is. It, the edit process is, um, I think that's another aspect of, you know, photography and shooting and, you know, both to video and, you know, Mike and the stuff, you know, you do and tell stories is there's, you know, you kind of have a, you know, you create a big toolbox mm -hmm. and you start digging through it and going, oh, yeah, this, you know, here's a, here's some magic, here's some magic, here's some magic. And then, you know, I'll even go back through fold, folders and look through it, you know, four or five, six, seven times and still find, find things that are like, Ooh, that's, you know, that's kind of fun and interesting and different. So it's, it is, it's, it's a process, but dang, it's a fun one. So it, it, go, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say, it's also like, I, I'll say the worst part is when you go through and you find, especially on the video side, you find something you're like, Oh, I didn't know I had that. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Which does happen. And uh, it's, 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 yeah, but you're right, Mike. I mean, it's, um, your producer said it because there's stuff that when you're shooting, uh, when I'm shooting, at least I shouldn't say uh, globally like that, but when I'm working, uh, whether it's Catalina Molokai or, or any other project, there's stuff that in camera, you're, you're just, and Troy probably has this definitely on, on the still side, because I know some shooting stills, you're like in love with it. You're like, this is going to be amazing. And then you bring it back and you're yeah. like, I am the worst artist ever. I can sell all my gear now. <laughs> and then you spend two days in full disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Then you, you get back yeah. to it. <laughs> and, and just hearing you guys talk, it's, you have a, such a tremendous perspective of, you know, telling stories through lenses. Uh, but have this kind of, um, you know, small group of pain seeking individuals that you're a part of and that you both are prone Pat. Yeah. You know, are, are we amazed that you guys hit it off so well and that you were able to, you know, come up with this wonderful film that tells a story that can not only, you know, uh, document people in a movement, but also maybe inspire others. Why don't we start with Chris? I mean, yeah, I mean, prone paddlers, I mean, and I think paddlers in general, anyone, and Troy said, anyone that loves the water, it's the, there's a reason why that's the opening line of the film, right? And Troy, even my wife was like, why are you starting with sending him on the film? I'm like, well, because it's like, it says the sentiment. There's something right. special about people who love the water. And you can, whether you scuba dive, paddle, fish, you know, kite surf, whatever it is. There's a connection there that's um, that's unbreakable, and it's an instant. It's an instant. Yeah. Like I've known you my whole life because we understand the same thing, you know. Uh, yeah. And and you know, it's it's odd to say it's it's been a struggle. Like here in LA, they've shut down every beach. There's can't go. I <laughs> can't go. So um, it's yeah. been a struggle. But you know, then you you couple that with I don't know. I, I Troy, is, how, the Troy I know is is such a charitable warm welcoming person um there's no there's no way that we could have come up with something bad out of that because he's he's a great subject and and that's the cool part about troy and i'll say this is about you troy is that you the whole time were just the guy who didn't want to be in front of the camera but was willing to get in front of the camera 
you know. Yeah, I'm much more comfortable behind the <laughs> behind the behind yeah. the camera. You know, I, I I really appreciate the. I mean, I really appreciate the kind words and sort of all that stuff. And it, uh, um, it me, you know, it means a lot to me to um, to hear that. And um, but also too, it's you know, this this has gotten to this point. Um, I think kind of like what we talked about it is because of that, the heart stuff and that mm -hmm. connection, right? And that 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 shared that shared connection much like being able to um you know that that exponential growth of being able to help that you know that shared connection to one one thing which is the water creates a giant mm -hmm. community and then you know this community really starts to take on a kind of a life of its own and you know i'm it's it's it is an absolute pleasure to have maybe you know kind of lit the match on that but man, I'll tell you what, to watch it, to watch it go is, um, is really cool. <laughs> it's really, um, it's really, it's, it's really cool to see how like the different communities, you know, uh, Newport, Morro Bay, Vancouver, um, you know, East coast, Canada, all that stuff. They have like that, those paddle communities have become bright lights in a broader community. And that's not me. You know what I mean? Like that's, that is, that's this idea. Mm. And, and that, um, that's special. Mm. And, you know, Mike, I think to your, you know, to your point about being able to kind of look back and, and go, you know, wow. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think my, my look back on that is like, oh man, I, you know, I was, put in a spot through un unfavorable circumstances to be able to kind of get something mm. started, but then to see, to see what, see the life that it took mm -hmm. or, you know, the life that it, it took on, that's the joy, man. That's the magic, right? And it's like, that's the thing that blows me away every day is you look on social media and you look at, you know, people posting their memories of, you know, the last year's 24s and sharing kind of our same sentiment of, I'm kind of bummed that we're not going on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, but, you know, again, they have, they have taken this idea and that connection and grown it in their communities. And, and, you know, if I get hit by a truck tomorrow, I'm going to die mm -hmm. a happy man. Cause that's really a cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me, to me too. Well, well, I won't cause I won't, I, you know, unless a truck drives through my house right. cause I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and, and here's the thing yeah. too. I mean, I was just thinking, listening to you, Troy, I mean, once, once this experience and you guys have both been through the cancer experience, you know, with spouses and, mm -hmm. and I said, I had a close family member who passed and, um, once it grazes you, I, I think, um, it, you just get into a place of like, there's gotta be something I can do. And Troy had this experience and it yeah. created what we're talking about. And there's a reason, yeah. um, there's one quote Troy says in the film, he said, it's, um, you know, I, I'm no good with a hammer <laughs> and I'm not, I mean, the other night, my wife was hanging up stuff in the nursery, like, you know, photos and things for, for the baby. I was making dinner cause I can't use a hammer, you know, but I can, I can flip a burger. <laughs> right. But, um, but, you know, I, and I can I know I, I, I'm pretty confident I know how to use a camera and I'm pretty confident I know how to 
engage someone in a conversation that might be meaningful enough to put on video. And um, but those are my talents. And so once once you kind of realize like, well, this is what I'm good at doing and maybe I can use it to help somebody or do something or tell a story that will hopefully lead to this movement to growing, then yeah, why wouldn't I say yes and to that idea? Um, you know, it's a, it's a really special thing, what was created. And and I know Troy doesn't, it seems like just from my time with him, he's, he's you're not into like being like, I'm the guy who started it, you know, mm -hmm. I'm the founder, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, and, and that was the other thing I think that was neat about what was, what we did get to create was that there's a lot of um, video content or things out there in paddling, especially that's the I am the great I am stuff. Like, look what I just did, you know, kind of films. And there's a place for that. And I love some of that stuff for sure. But, um, but there's also not a lot about, our community and what it could do as a community. And, um, and that's the part of this whole thing I just loved. And especially getting footage from all the other teams and people sending stuff in, it was just like, it's really profound. And I think that's one of the goals in, in the film when you watch it is that it tries to go, we start really narrowly focused for about six minutes on Troy's story and then slowly the aperture widens. And then by the end, um, it's fully open, right? You have, mm the whole global movement going on, you know, and, and I don't know, it's, it's still, I mean, just talking about it, I get little goosebumps. It's just so special um, when you really recognize what was created and what's, what's happening. Um, you know, it's really special. It's very cool. And I, I think as I sit here and, and listen and talk to you guys about the other teams and, and everything involved, and I love Chris, everybody's sent you stuff. So we, we do like, I love that aperture opening type of thing. Mm -hmm. uh, a description. Um, it's it's just wild that through this odd time of social distancing and disconnect physically we are connected and i think in the end it ends up maybe making a connection for all of us that value even more than we already did not to say we didn't value it mm. it, it like you said just getting to the beach and being able to go out in the water um you know you gotta i think you gotta have your cup half full and half awesome all the time and that's that's mm. a challenge for all of us but I think when we get there, I, I mean, it's going to be awesome for so many of us just to see each other again and, you know, be hard chargers for stuff. Because I know I get frustrated just not being able to do anything because that, that was kind of my therapy, just kind of punching cancer in the face by, you know, being a part of this or that. And now it's like you can't do that. And so when we finally get to do that again, it's going to feel pretty darn good. Don't you guys think? Oh man. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's been fun watching you try on Instagram and you're, you've taken up trail running. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, it's well, cause it's right out the, it's right yeah. out my back door, you know? And, uh, um, so, yeah. well, you've been here, Chris, so it's like, you know, able to kind of, you know, just disappear <laughs> in the woods and, um, uh, yeah, it's been, I'm a horrible runner, but it is fun to just kind of get out there and, and uh, suck yeah. something yeah. new. So, yeah. yeah, same same thing. So, I've been so I've been new. I've been trying to just go run and just yeah. try to keep moving. But um, you know, I, I went out. I think it was Saturday, and the first quarter mile twisted my ankle, limped home. I'm like, okay, this is not fun. <laughs> why am I doing this? Yeah. Why, yeah. Why am I doing this? No one's chasing me. I don't need to run. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's it's a trip, yeah. you know, um, to see what 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 we have to deal with now. And, and I, I, but what the cool thing is, is that I, at least down here, and I'll, I'll throw a big shout out to, to Wade and the 24 um, in San Diego. Like yeah. they, we had a, a really close friend of my wife's they're in the experience and the 24 San Diego came and, and showed up for them. I'm going to like start bawling on the podcast. 
And to be able to, to, be able to make that, to be able to, to my wife's like, man, or, you know, they're going through it. And to be able to say like, you know what, I, maybe, maybe the 24 can help them. And it, and it did exactly yep. what this thing was designed to do. She FaceTimed my wife and they're like, we don't, we can just go get groceries. We can like do what we want, need to do. And it wasn't like the full envelope. It was some cash, but like for them, it changed. It just turned the lights on a little bit brighter. And, um, that's pretty cool. Do you know? So even in this, there's still, Dude. there's still stuff happening. And that's, what's really neat about it is that it doesn't stop. You know? right. Cause people are still no. saying yes, as Troy no. says in the film. Yeah. 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 And that's, that's happening. That's happening all over, which is so cool. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a <laughs> lonely know? time, Troy and, and Chris, we know that when, when family members go through it, but to know that someone cares that a group of people cares foundationally, that's, yeah that's what it's about, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, and it does, yeah. it, it brings a tear to my eye. I know that. I mean, it's just to be a part of it. I, it's, it's a privilege. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it's, it's neat. I could not think of a better way to, to, to toast the 24 that we can't do this week, but to also kind of talk about its meaning, um, something that exists that if you want to go and, and watch, watch the, the video, be inspired. Maybe you start a team somewhere or maybe you join a team or you look forward to when we do finally get on the water. It's uh, the 24 is, is what this is all about. And my thanks to Chris for, for capturing the magic of it. My thanks mm-hmm. to you, Troy, for being a friend and, and for just letting me be a part of it and for what you do for people. It's, it's pretty awesome. So um, I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. I, I, I think yeah. the, the social distancing podcast with a guest has been really neat. Troy doesn't <laughs> just yeah. have to Troy doesn't just yeah. have to listen to me. <laughs> yeah. I think this is this is this is fun. We need Two to guests yeah, more need often, to, guys. Uh, I think we need. I think we got to figure out. Some, Dude, call some me up anytime. Guests. This is fun, yeah. and, and I do want to say a big special thanks, just real quick. I mean, to um, Kyle Morton and the band Typhoon, who I'm a huge fan of. And that was my big Heck risk yeah. I took. I was like, I'm just going to email them and see. And they were kind enough to let us use two of their tracks for the film, the opening and the closing. Is you know, they and it, it was like really cool. The guy emailed me back and he's like, Yeah, no problem, man. And uh, I'm just so grateful for that because uh, I think that kind of kicks it off with a good bang is is their tunes and I don't know their Pacific Northwest yeah. band. It all just fit. <laughs> I know, man. And I like how global yeah. that is too, right? It's like, you know, Northwest band, California film. I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's, yeah, it's, uh, it's good stuff. And yeah. And, and for those of you who haven't listened to Titan, you should. please yeah, do. Absolutely they're, should. they're amazing. They're awesome. Anyways, yeah. that was my little shout.